So the mics that I need are called dynamic mics. The mics that you need? Yes. I'm sorry, when did you say you need mics? Uh, At the house? Here. Here? Mm-hmm. Not more, well, technically more mics. Um, these mics can go home, but I don't feel like they work here. Okay. Into your box that you wanted so badly. Oh. Am I one, am I two, three, or four? Whichever one you want to put it in. See, so yeah, we need dynamic mics here. Okay. <laughs> dynamic mics block out more sound. I see. These. Are you going to start... Our are condenser gonna, mics. Are you going to start... Um, condenser mics where I listen to everything and just pull it in. Mm. Like refrigerators and ceiling fans. Are you going to start doing YouTube videos about... Not look it, but like how to outfit a studio on a budget? Except not on a budget? Um, I think I'm going to... I mean, not necessarily for YouTube. I think at some point I'm just going to do a quick rundown of the stuff that we do have tech-wise because every now and then we do get questions. Um, but it's not enough to sustain the whole channel. Yeah. Yeah. So. Also, I'm already becoming annoying photography-looking dude as it is, which it's funny because I've only taken like a hundred pictures ever. Just slightly. What? So. Uh, mine. No, it's not gonna work. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just doing this one more time. That's it. But it sounds vacant over here. Turn up your headphones. I did. Well, wait. I put my mic in. The knobs are for my headphones. Sorry. 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 Sorry about that. It's okay. Try now. Oh, I think that might have been the wrong slot. Um, yeah, it was. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's... Is it just your mic or that you... You, you sound perfect. Mm -hmm. I sound echoed. That happened last time, too. Not like a sharp echo, but... Yeah, no, no. Um, I feel like I'm hearing you in my headphones, and I'm hearing myself from here. Uh, not through my headphones. But I could be wrong. I wonder. I wonder if I take Is that it? Home. No, sounds the same. How about now? Sound. Sounds. Sounds the same. Yeah, sounds the same. It has like a a raspiness to it. Like a well, now I don't now I don't hear myself. Alright, so you're not plugged into the three by mistake. Um hmm. Oh, I wonder. Hold on. Uh, I wonder if I'm taking. Oh, yeah. There right. we go. The game is a little too low. Would you still be in love, baby? Because Alrighty. I need you tonight. Um, remind me after this to save the scene. Got it. On the mixer. Because the levels were a little off. Yeah. So last episode, no, not last. Every once in a while, I listen to <clears throat> whatever's on Spotify, whatever comes up. Sometimes it's writing practice, sometimes it's good talk. But it was playing Don't Believe the Hype. Mm -hmm. Brought, we, we were brought in by it. Yeah. But it played out for a while, longer than I remember 
listening to it. Oh, it actually, I actually ended up playing the whole song. I faded it out after a certain point. Oh, okay. I don't um, know how I felt about that. Because I couldn't really hear us. Oh, it ran that long? I, I probably put the wrong version. Um, there was, so initially I ended up playing the whole song because I forgot to pause it. Mm-hmm. And then in edits, I faded it out. I guess I didn't uh, put up the right version of the faded out one. The one, the one that you have planned to use faded out. At what point? I mean, I don't remember exactly, but it, was, it wasn't like the whole song or anything. Yeah, this is definitely the whole song. All right, I gotta fix that then. Um, <clears throat> I'm only. I was only I saying I that because I was wondering, like, did we hear it? No. Okay, then that would be a lie. Because I was like, wait, how am I even talking? About so what this? happens was I killed it on the slider, mm-hmm. but the song was still playing, Got so it. still going into the mix. Got it. Um, I thought I fixed that in edit though. That's weird. I have to listen back. Man, your hair is really growing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And and I know what you're using on your hair now, by the way. What? I, don't I told know you what I was using. You did? Yeah. You said you were using like the, the glue, the yellow in the yellow bottle. Yeah. Are you still using that? I was initially then I switched to the regular gel. Yeah, that's what I thought. It looks like the regular gel. Yeah. Except in 800 degree heat it doesn't really matter Mm-mm, not really it's super hot and i'm happy about it um i want to talk about dog and pony shows You're literal familiar? dog and pony shows or well where did they come from was there ever a dog and pony show you bought a ticket to and you just yeah, watch dogs and ponies for sure it was at the circus so it was like something they would say this is going to be there and <laughs> what was that and there'll be elephants riding tricycles and whatever, and there'll be a dog and pony show. <clears throat> so uh, the dog and pony show would be dogs who could do tricks, balancing balls on their nose and doing a little dance and wearing skirts. And I guess I'm thinking of the literal, like, D- Westminster dog show, dog show. I mean, that's where that comes from. It comes from putting dogs on display like that in a different way. Mm. But that's the current version of a dog and pony show. I feel like I'm derailing your entire point. No, 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 no. Um, so it also has a place in investments. Like you put together whatever you can mm-hmm. to get your Series A funding or whatever. And it's like, oh, we got to do the dog and pony show and show them what's going on with our product. Right. So in publishing, there's a dog and pony show where you talk to someone who needs a co-writer or a ghostwriter or a collaborator. And it's a dog and pony show. You tell them what you can do, and you listen to what they are looking for. And I am so fucking over the dog and pony show. So I heard the tail end of the one that you were doing today, mm-hmm. and it pretty much ended with "I don't need to be here." Hit nope. me up. Which absolutely not. Which I feel like sells it better than anything else. Um, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but uh. I'm a little annoyed because I thought I had made it clear that I wasn't really even interested in giving an hour of my time to someone who had other, like, come to me last. Come to me when you can say at the end of the conversation, I'm good or let's go. Um, I think I've earned that. And the only reason why I wasn't particularly concerned this time around is because unlike many cases, I really love this person's story. And I can't wait to see. I'm going to buy this book if he gets the right person. Um, I don't need it. But I would probably do it if he decided he wanted it. 
wanted to do it. But as we were talking, I just kept thinking, like, I don't like the dog and pony show. I don't like it one bit. I think I'm, for lack of a better word, no, there's no better word. Just, I'm over it. I don't, that's not my jam. Well, the end. <laughs> dog and pony show. I mean, is there any way to actually not be in it? Um, ultimately, you have to take it on a case by case basis because if Oprah, you do the dog and pony show for Oprah, mm-hmm. you go up against all 50 people that she's thinking about. You go, you do the dog and pony show for Michelle Obama or Barack. There's plenty of people that we all do the dog and sh- pony show for. Um, although I would imagine there's some writers who ain't doing it for nobody. Um, so yeah. There's some times that you do it, and there's some that you don't. Mm. This was somewhere in the middle for me. So I guess there's a range between interest and opportunity, I guess, to be the way. Like, if you're not interested, the gain from doing it for you at this point doesn't really matter. Correct. And I think today just made me really grateful that I don't have to do the Dog and Pony show if I don't want to. You know, six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, I got to do every single fucking dog and pony show because I got to eat. And even if, you know, I mean, you remember the last time I put myself up for a dog and pony show, I was, I wasn't sure how things were going to pan out for me financially back around this time last year. Mm. Was that a dog and pony? I thought that was more like a, you're it. No, that was a dog and pony show. Mm-hmm. I was up against other people. Um, so I'm just grateful that I don't have to do this. And that even if he decides he wants to work with me, the money has to be right or I can walk away from it. So I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sorry that I make enough money to walk away from a project? No, I'm that sorry that I'm yawning. You're fine. I get it. It's It's been a yawny week. It's Monday. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. So for me, when I say it's been a yawny week, I mean, it's been a yawny previous seven days. So. No, it has been. Um, It's weird. I'm tired, but I'm also have been trying to curtail some anxiety. So I've been taking like micro doses of melatonin and when I say micro doses, I say five right. to ten milligrams. More than I could, right? Right. Enough uh, to drug a horse. <laughs> it's a micro dose for you. Right. So. Wait, you're taking that during the day? I'll take five during the day when my anxiety hits up. It helps. It, it helps. Yeah, so would a blunt, but I'm not going to co-sign that either. Well, I, I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm just saying, you life. saying it helps does not make me say, oh, okay, then we'll go with that. I don't co-sign melatonin. For non-sleep. Because? Because <laughs> right Because if you're anxious, you need to deal with it. The same reason why we don't take melatonin for a broken leg. Even if it might make us not feel the pain for that brief amount of time, we still have to treat the broken leg. Yes, this is your partner. This is what you've signed up for. Mm-hmm. I do not just limit my oh. bossiness to writing. Also, I'm not doing this as a permanent solution. Um, like I do some other things, but in the moment it's there and it's not hurting anything. So it was a, in that moment, it was a viable solution. 
so sorry. Oh, oh, how do I turn this off? Jeez. All I did. Can you say what's just, I don't know how, but I'll turn my phone off. Sorry. All I did was I was looking at the blue book value of my car. It's mm-hmm. been totaled. And I was like, bring eh. the mic down. And I was like, wow, how much money can that get me? Like, how much car can that get me? Mm-hmm. That plus whatever I can save up. Right. And I was like, oh, I really would love a cabriolet. I miss my cabriolet. Then I remember that car doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's either a Beetle or it's a something else. So I was just doing some math. Like, oh, if this was a down payment. Da, 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 da. <clears throat> so it was like, put your email here. A couple weeks, we'll let you know if something comes up in your area. Yeah, it's never a couple weeks. <laughs> it's six minutes later. <laughs> yeah. Volkswagen and Lindhurst, call us now. First of all, you live in New Jersey. It's not like you're in a stick someplace where you're not going to be able to find a car. There's always going to be I know. those alerts. I know, I know, I know. Anyway, um, I'm going to take my phone, turn this off. What were we talking about? Uh, me being sleepy and anxiety and the things. Yeah. So what's your time frame? That's a good question because there hasn't been one. Right. Um, Because, I mean, the truth of the matter is that it doesn't. If there's no, like, deadline. Mm Mm-hmm. No, no, especially with me. I'm 100% that person. I'm talking about you, yes. Uh, This might not be the right place to figure that out, but... I mean, we talk about everything else on here. (laughs) Well, this ain't different. Uh, End of week. Really? Yeah. Really? To make phone calls and do it. Not to pick somebody, but to, yeah. Wow. Because... You want some help? Always. Because, yeah, my spikes this week were... They were a lot. Um, They were a lot. Really? I mean, I knew that, but yeah, I had a lot going on. Um, Like my version of anxiety has generally been antsy, whatever. This was like a physical like seize up mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like my body panicked, mm-hmm. which is different. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And the root of <clears throat> the things that are causing it are actually... No, I'm not going to say that. The things aren't, that are causing it aren't making it worse. My response to it is getting worse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's past time. And it's funny, um, my friend who listens to the show, whenever this comes up, I get a message, whatever, like, so did you do that yet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not just you. Okay. It's not just you at all. But, yeah, that's got to get done. I mean, when I'm talking to my therapist... Can I have your therapist? Can you stop being <laughs> selfish? So I looked this up. I looked up people who share therapists. And that's the thing. She knows enough about me at this point. I can but die not right. couples. Like siblings. Parents and kids. Mm. There are There is a world where sometimes people who have issues that could could be handled well off. by one person. The engagement's off. Is it? We're done. We're still a couple, even if we're not engaged. Oh, does that mean I still can't have the therapist? Yes, no couples at all. So you might as well just leave it alone. Um, I do think that were you in some type of true trauma, um, no, not true trauma, crisis, mm-hmm. that she would. Because, you know, you go to the ER, right. where she's not going to be like, no, it's... Right. No, just let's go. But even then, it's like, hey, and then right. you got to go someplace. Correct. Yeah. So she would, she would definitely triage you. If that were necessary, 
And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not 100% sure it's not, quite frankly. Uh, no, I don't think we're there. Um, I think the triage, I don't, I don't think I'm getting up as he's getting off the floor as easily as I am if it's a triage situation. Um, well, when I say and triage, I'm, I'm saying that I, I, did, I wasn't actually on the, the floor. Right. When I say triage, I don't mean in the physical sense. I don't mean like, no, I'm saying in the, like, I'm not, I don't think I'm in a space where triage makes sense for me. Okay. Um, when I say get off the floor, not physically, but just in terms of like being that. So the version of triage I'm talking about would be you sitting across from someone who would tell you what I told you my therapist told me. Mm. That's triage. Mm -hmm. Like, let me just put this at your feet that this is what the fuck's going on. Right. That kind of triage. Mm -hmm. Not like, so how are you feeling and what's going on? No, like Mm -hmm. in a bird's eye view to start with. Right. Like, here's where I think we need Mm -hmm. to begin. Bye. Right. So, I think that's... I think there's a world where... Actually, no, there's no world. I was going to say there's a world where she just assigns me somebody, but that's not a thing that I, that would work for me, I don't think. Well, she gave me suggestions. Right, right. I'm, I'm not saying suggestions. Like, you're going oh, like, here on Wednesday. Yeah, but I don't think that would work. No. There's a world where I do that. Not a world where she does that. Mm. There's definitely a world <laughs> where I say, okay, this is it. This is your new therapist. Bye. Tell me how it works out. Give it five. Give it five, and then you can switch. Um... It's like camp. Go for a week. It is kind of like Go camp. for a week. If <laughs> and you, you really won't even want like to go home. You'll love it. Um, yeah. I I um, I definitely have had a lot of experience with, how about we get you a therapist? Even before I'd ever been in therapy, I always appreciated what, what I thought it could do, even before I was in there mm-hmm. myself. Um but it's, diff- it's definitely difficult, especially now. You know you're going to be doing Zoom sessions. and Which actually kind of works for me. Mm. Um, I, I won't say it works for me more, but it's, that's not a... Um, a detriment. It's no. not a... It's I not a thing that messes it. me up. And maybe because I've never been to... I mean, I've been to a couple couples therapy sessions or anything else, but I never had one-on-one therapy in a room. So I'm not missing that thing. So is there a world where I have a therapist, you have a therapist, and we're in premarital counseling with a whole other therapist? No. No? That's, that's, no. that's three hours a week and about $8 million a month. Um, um. Well, I mean, the value of that is not, you know, you can't decide the value of that based on time mm-hmm. or money, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not determining this value. I'm talking about just the actual cost. The actual cost, I see. You know, it, it, I'm not saying it, it wouldn't be valuable. I'm just saying it's, it's a lot. Um. Yeah, I think there's a point where we have some sort of couples counseling. I don't know if it's, I don't know when it is. I don't know if it's now necessarily. I think there's a world where we we see my therapist when you have, or I see yours when you have made some headway with whatever it is you're trying to do. I'm not sharing my therapist with you. <laughs> not for, I mean, like checking in, mm. not necessarily like, and now I need to tell you about my my daughter and how she drives me crazy. Oh, we introduce them to each other and they chat amongst and themselves. And they chat amongst themselves. Yes. And write the book. I've always wondered, I've had situations where I've had to have people talk about me, like psychiatrist has to talk to the therapist. And I always would love, I would kill mm-hmm. to know what those conversations are like. Mm-hmm. Like what? What do y'all know about me? <laughs> What's the what's the what's the what's the general wisdom on me? There's um an episode of Seinfeld where 
Elaine has to go to a dermatologist. And she wants her file. And she wants to see her folder. And they're like, and she keeps Mm-mm. like being bitchy about it. And mm-hmm. they're like, all right, really? Scribble, scribble, scribble. Mm-hmm. What's in there? Don't worry about Nothing. it. Nothing. And suddenly nobody in the city will see her because her file's floating around with all the scribbles. Yeah. I feel like I might have one of those charts somewhere because <laughs> I'm just a know it all and I'm annoying and all the stuff and I'm always late. I f- There's files out there. There's files out there. So whenever I have to go to Mountainside, which is the local hospital here, um, they give me a chart. And it always tickles me because they have no kind of HIPAA nothing. Like, well, I guess you can't HIPAA from me. Should this be? (laughs) But it has everything I've ever come there for since, Mm -hmm. like, 2000. It's like the permanent record that you always heard about. It's when my you were permanent school. record. And every time I come there, I'm but like, you're in oh gum? my permanent God, record. how cute is this? And now it means even more to me. I'm glad I have it because I stole it the last time I was there. Um, I'm glad I have it. They could print up a new one. It's no big deal because the notes from my doctor who <laughs> passed away from COVID are in there. I'm sorry. I, and this may have to get edited out, but I'm just remembering you hacking a piece of medical equipment i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> i would never do that of course anyway uh my doctor who has passed away to COVID 19 who uh diagnosed me with i don't know some scary heart disease i can't pericarditis jeez um his notes are in there shouldn't be here 23 whatever um so that's sweet i'm glad i have that I don't normally steal things from doctor's office. Where do you normally steal things from? Don't answer that. So nope. yesterday, nope. speaking nope. of stealing things, yesterday we're here, my kids here at the office, and we're walking across the backyard. And I don't know what we're talking about, but she says something like, well, what are you going to do, steal it? And I was like, I looked at her and I was like, my stealing days are over. Half joking, but not. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what are you talking about? Did you used to steal? And I'm like, what were y'all referring to this time? I have no idea. I don't remember. And I was like, I mean, briefly. And it just reminds me, like, your parents have these lives, yo. Like, whole ass lives. Where Urban Outfitters is now mm-hmm. in Montclair, New Jersey, on Fullerton Park, mm-hmm. whatever. That used to be a store called The Lodge. And it was like a fake gap. Literally, like, the gap, <sighs> the lodge. And... I swear that me and Portia and Paul are the reasons why Sensor Dags were created. I swear. Well, I guess it was us plus every other kid yeah. from 1988. I mean, I had quite a career. Um, I, I think I was, I think I started when I was 11, stealing Transformers from yeah. TSS and Voltron and whatever else. Um, I 11. Think I think I told you about, I think I brought this up, mentioned this before, but like we had a nice little scam going with the Wiz for a long time. We had an inside man. Um, we go and buy a pack of batteries, leave with two DVD players and oh a video game system. Yeah, my stuff was all small shit. Mine was backpacks and Argyle socks and wool knee shorts. And no, I was a fan of that look. Most of mine was Grand Theft. Yeah, mine was all minor theft, petty theft. Petty. I don't think that five hundred dollars worth of clothing is petty. Uh, cumulatively, no. That's that's I'm talking grand. like in one haul. Yeah, that's grand. Yeah, um, yeah. Even though they were all cute preppy things, you know, they're still um, 
really pricey shit. Oh, so, cheap preppy, preppy things are usually the pricey very shit. Very pricey. Very pricey. So, yeah, I had a bit of a career in shoplifting. And I guess because my daughter's 13, like, I don't know. Would I have told her that when she was 10? Probably not. You know, she understands now that things are not as black and white as they were last year or six months ago. And she's just discovering. And she's just discovering. She's actually pretty horrified, actually. I couldn't get into too that's, much detail. That's what I'm saying. She's right. Just, she's still just like... I've said this before. I think children are born conservatives and become liberal. Mm-hmm. And it's a slow climb out of that. Like, she's still climbing out. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Um, so I told her yesterday, I was like, I asked her what was happening at Cuban Pete's. And I said, if you need to kick somebody in the nuts, fucking do it. First of all, what is Cuban Pete's? Cuban Pete's is a Cuban restaurant here in Montclair, New Jersey. It's very, very, very crowded all the fucking time. And the owner is well known as a fucking racist. And he had the biggest BLM sign on his front window on Bloomfield Avenue um, that anyone could ever possibly see. And I say the bigger the banner... The bigger the races. I'm gonna go out on the limb and say that that's what the case is. Um, Anywho, shut up. At all, I didn't continue. ask you to. Did I say please go sign? I know, but it's a two person show, anyway, and I'm just waiting to know that I'm not. Of course, I, I, I don't. Let, let, I do not feel that way. <laughs> I do not believe that, but I just felt like saying that in the moment. Me, so email Aaliyah. She, <laughs> so she texted me back when I texted her that and was like, that's really inappropriate. And I'm like, ugh. All right, I'm sorry. So we were talking about that. In the car, I was like, I'm sorry that I, you know, told you to kick somebody in the nuts. And she was like, I mean, your language is one thing, but violence is something else. And I was like, oh, okay, so the problem is not the nuts. The problem was me saying that I should inflict violence on someone. She's like, yeah, mom, we're standing on line for food. It's not that deep. We don't need to hurt people. I said, you did fine. So I think the other thing that's happened is, that has happened, um, she hasn't quite gotten hyperbole these things let me tell you something about my daughter mm. all this shit is for show she gets hyperbole she curses like a sailor with her friends i am 100 percent sure mm. she just likes to prance around like oh ooh, mommy uh. she don't know i know my child mm. and my daughter is very similar to me and by the time i was 13 fuckity fuck 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 <laughs> fuck all y'all and my parents would have never dreamed that those words even came to mind and I know my daughter is not any different. She's 13, but she's very mature. She has friends who are 14, 15, not 16, but 14, 15 years old. I'm not for the moment going to think that she's honestly <gasps> over curse words. And dad can say everything. Dad says, what the fuck is going on? Why does my kitchen look like this? You know what she says? Sorry, dad. I'll go in there and clean it up. Uh, what? So why are you the chosen one? What? Um, a couple of reasons. I think that we have the type of push pull relationship that she likes to have something like that mm. to push against. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's, I think she kind of inhibits a bit of the patriarchy and that mom should be this right. and talk like this and dad can be rough and aggressive and be that. Interesting. So yesterday was father's day. <laughs> Yes, it was. Uh, Which is why I was at Cuban Beats. Yes. I realized about halfway through the day that your ex-husband had it right. Mm -hmm. Everybody just go away. Just go. Meanwhile, I had everybody. He had everybody. (laughs) He had no one. He had his oldest daughter on the phone, FaceTime, Mm -hmm. from L.A., which 
by the time they get to be 23, you always want to talk to them. That's a treat. That's a treat. Yeah, next time I'm going to do, I'm going to hang out with him. I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it, was th- it was still a pleasant enough day. Um, I got a Thanos uh, t-shirt for mm-hmm. Father's Day, which in hindsight, I joked about it being like, does he know what he, like, in this scenario, he being Gamora, that's not a good look. Um, and then I was like, I wonder if the ex-wife is being... Patty McPatterson? Yeah, but no, he knows I like he villains. Likes, he course. knows I know. He knows I like villains. He mm-hmm. knows I like Thanos and mm-hmm. Killmonger and the Joker and all those things. I find them more interesting. So mm-hmm. got the Thanos shirt. Um, we sat here and ate pizza and he fortnighted like he always fortnights. Mm-hmm. And I tinkered like I always tinkered. It was like a regular Sunday, mm-hmm. but... I was exhausted by the end of the day. Yeah, because it was hot. It was you guys were shit. outside running around and doing things. Yeah. One of the biggest differences. I'm trying to get him to reacclimate, reacclimate to the outside world and playing again because he's he's lost a yeah. lot of that. Like his muscles of atrophy. He doesn't know what to do. His his spirit is <laughs> atrophy. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like if the playground's open, it'd be a different story. Right. But trying to find this alternatives. This is not quite a playground back here. Yeah, we have um, a bunch of grass and space, and which is which and is one which very is, good climbing tree. Which is, it's an okay climbing tree. Oh. It'll it'll do. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a pinch, it's great because a lot of folks don't even have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, third space was not known for its greenery. Right. I mean, Newark, New Jersey. How could it not be? But uh, excuse me, there is plenty of greenery in North New Jersey. Branchbrook Park is one of the biggest parks in the state. Actually, it is the biggest park in the state. So, Newark equals greenery. Third space. I don't know if Newark. No greenery. E- well, okay. It, all right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, we we're fortunate to have this stuff available. Um, Do you miss I, third space? No. Hmm. Uh, I realized the other day that he's been here more than he's been home mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that the Maisie brought up. Mm-hmm. She's the opposite. She's like, I don't feel like I ever get to go to the cottage. I'm always at home. Oh. So. Well, some of that was also because she was still wrapping up with school stuff. Of course. And, and then sleeping all day like she did today. Right. So. And she's a little harder to tuck into a corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's so. a whole ass person. Mm-hmm. Um. She is a lot more athletic. She's getting more acclimated. Like she will voluntarily throw a ball with you, Mm -hmm. which is one of those divergences between she and I. Mm -hmm. We're pretty much the same person, um, but there are certain things. We've gotten to a point where Cole is sitting with you and I'm playing catch with Maisie. Correct. Basically. Mm -hmm. So she'll play catch willingly. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not my, I don't, that's not my portion. At 13 or years more. old, I'm not. At 46 years old. Not at 46, but definitely not at 13. You might get me at 13. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at 46, but at 13, I'm not touching a ball. I'm not touching any athletic things at all. So sometimes when I watch her, I'm like, okay, well, this is not what we do. Well, some of that is also a means of what's available for her to socialize. You had friends and stuff to do, and you would hang out and do all the things. Well, let me at 13. No, because when I'm 13. I'm thinking high school. Sorry. I was in high school. I, when oh, I was God. But I when I was 13, like like my my um, my home friends, mm-hmm. um, they're they're doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Okay. I'm on the steps of my parents' but the, home, but that's and I'm my, reading. But that's more my point. You had access to see the people right. and do the things, so you had more options. Like I did. I don't feel like it, and we'll hang with her, especially now, it's like, sibling, if, so. if right now it's, 
well, if folks are playing catch, I'm going to play catch because I want to do something. Right. She's um, also athletic. Yeah. She's also much better. Um, Eric decided to teach her how to catch when the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. And prior to the pandemic, she couldn't catch a ball or throw a ball. Mm-hmm. Unless she's doing like reflex girl. But like purposeful catching? Nah. So he decided to start her on that when the pandemic started. And I can see mm-hmm. like she can do a thing occasionally. <laughs> um, it's interesting to see, watch your kid grow up. It's a, it's a very fascinating thing. That's why I always say like, you know, I'm done. There, there's no babies here. But I always, if I talk to someone who's like young, mm. have another one. Yeah. All things being equal, I'm all for the babies. The babies are fucking great. And just to see them grow up and become their own selves is just, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, we've had this conversation before. I'm, I'm, I definitely would have been pushing y'all to have another baby. Yeah. Well, actually, no, not y'all. Y'all look good. I mean, but I know inside, you know, I right. know. Yeah, yeah. I, but I think even, well, again, all things being equal, I think one end up being a sweet spot for me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I like get the fact that I get to parachute in on Maisie's life. Mm-hmm. Bonus. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm mm-hmm. good. But uh, no, so Father's Day was a thing. Um, Juneteenth, I'm not going to say threw me off, but it threw, actually threw us off a little bit. Just having an extra day of, yeah, and actually taking advantage of the day and not doing the things. Yeah, that like, was I, in weird. my head, Father's Day was on Saturday, so I think you had mentioned, well, why don't you have coal on Sunday? I was like, oh, that is a thing. And then I spoke to his mom, and it's like, yeah, I was wondering, like, why you? It's like, yeah, just never. A, because it's Father's Day, and like, sure. Uh, and B, just like I. I'm thinking I'm going back into right. It was a really routine. weird thing. I'm realizing now, and this doesn't make me happy, but I'm realizing that part of why Juneteenth was Juneteenth is because white folks had off. You mentioned it because you were saying mm. like I went to Montclair, and it's like woohoo, everybody was in the streets. Right. I didn't think that was the case, but now looking back, the types of phone calls I wasn't getting mm-hmm. and types of emails I wasn't getting, it was like the fucking Fourth of July. There's a bar. Uh, somewhere in Jersey that got shut down because they did a beer garden and tripled what they were supposed to have in terms of occupancy and social distancing mm. and everything else. They just lost the whole thing. And when they show you the photo, it's all white folks, no masks, and just partying out. And they shut them down. Yeah. I mean, even around here. Um, yeah, I saw some. Um, oh, my gosh. What time is it? What time is it? Why? I don't know. I'm just hungry. Six o'clock. Okay. I mean, we didn't have lunch. Or Either. breakfast. I well, had I two breakfast. cookies for breakfast. What did you have for breakfast? That's cereal. Oh. I thought we didn't have any milk, but we did. You bought five gallons. Well, there's only a small amount of milk left. Oh, that was the last one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but there's milk coming today. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just want something. We've been eating out a lot. We we started to do much better about like cooking at home and mm-hmm. Then it just kind of spiraled. Well, out of that was also because this happened, and we got another. We got office again, right? Um, so what we need to do is the meal prep and stuff that we right. didn't have to do and bring because stuff we were here, all, home. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. we just got to because you know it. the whole ant filled kitchen downstairs and yeah, all the things. But I'm ready to drain this in. I had Indian food six times in a week. There's also, I think, the slingshot of 
whether it's out of fear or morality or whatever else, just not eating out or doing anything at all. And I think this is our version of loosening up is that we're ordering out more. We're not in the streets. We're not hitting, oh, hanging right. out with folks. Oh, right, for sure. We're just, this is our just way order, of loosening yeah. things, right. that we're getting food from the outside world. Right. We're not in the outside world, right. but we're getting food from it. I'm not ready to sit outside and eat. Are you? Well, you you were the one I thought were... I thought I was ready. Yeah. But when I see the numbers, and I know that shit's going to spike, mm-hmm. and I just, I'm really wary of getting too comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I, I think the summer is going to be. It's going to be tough. I'm definitely going to go to the beach, um, and I'll do six feet. And I'm pretty sure people will be spacing out properly on the beach. So, I I can't remember who was saying this, but the beaches when they first halfway open back up, folks were very respectful and it was very wide open and everything else mm-hmm. because. You don't. Most folks don't go to the beach to do things. No, mm-hmm. they don't go to the beach to engage. Mm-mm. Got my towel. Stay Leave over there. Shut the fuck up. That's pretty much what it is. So it's kind of perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why there won't be a pool or a playground or whatever because it's impossible to not right. intermingle and do whatever. Um, yeah, and I've been getting more and more invites to. Well, I'm saying more and more like there's more people. Um, I have friends in Long Island who have a place right on the beach mm-hmm. that we've been invited to a couple of times, just reiterating like, hey, whenever you guys are ready. And then my friends upstate heard mm-hmm. like, whenever, just come on through. Um, the weird thing about the invite stuff now is nobody knows. It's all prefaced with, I don't know where you guys are right. in the isolation. Right. Point. It's almost, it's, uh, it's almost like, it almost feels like the check-in, the white folk check-in. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't know if how you, you feel. If you're feeling in, just in, which, we're well, here. You can. Yeah. So, but um, at I the very the least, Airbnbs are snapping up. There's like one town in, on the Jersey Shore that I love, um, and I'm not going to say the name of it because I don't want people to go because it's always empty, always, always, always. That one. Mm-hmm. That one Airbnb or the town. The town. Uh, um, like which always, is, which is odd because it looks like a town that shouldn't have the things and the people wait what are you talking about what are you talking about i'm talking about this the place that we went no that's not the place we went, we went to long branch that's oh. not i mean that place is cool too mm-hmm. but you have to drive to the beach from there okay i'm talking about a place on the beach gotcha that's just super small mm-hmm. and it's because it's in between long branch and asbury park mm-hmm. to like pop and spots so right in between, they have all these really restrictive rules, like no bottles, no blacks. period, <laughs> no this, no that, no. It's just really restrictive in just this one little spot, right. which makes it my favorite spot. Right. Because um, it's the stuff that you're not really trying to do anyway. Stuff that I don't really need to do. It keeps the youngins away. Exactly. So It's the no um, baggy jeans, no hoodies. Exactly. Except there's a beach. So, but there, the Airbnbs in that area are always, obviously, full because you can go right. to any of those places. And I don't know who's going, but... You can't get an Airbnb on the Jersey Shore right about now. Oh, uh, the local hotel is a wrap. Oh, they didn't make it. They didn't make it. They spent three I, years building out the hotel. But wait, did I tell you or did I tell you? I told you. You did. And now it's about converting into apartments or something, possibly. It's too soon, man. It's too soon. What was too soon? It, was, it wasn't, they didn't have enough time. Oh, right, really, right, right, right. Yeah. What was it like? Shit. It probably opened. A year ago? Maybe? Not even. Not even? Mm-mm. 
Well, um, we went. We, we, we went go? late summer and they hadn't been. Right. They had just opened up. Right. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's a wrap. Although, I don't know. We talk about flying and everything else. I don't know what scenario I'm going to a hotel. Right. Like it's it's this is a road trip summer for sure, right? And staying in somebody's hotel, yeah, or Airbnb so or Airbnb, <sighs> somebody's house. You gonna trust them to de-germify more than a hotel? Well, at least then you can trace a little bit. It's still not great, but at least then you can trace. Like you did, this is you, and you had Believe three guests here. Believe it or here. not, as much as I do not fuck with hotels, I'd rather stay in a hotel this summer than Airbnb. Mm. Depending on where I am. I mean, we essentially live in a hotel and we didn't walk out our door for three months. Right. So I don't know if I want to. Then I'm not. Then I might. I, I don't. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I do want to figure out how I'm going to get on a plane. Um, my daughter is hopefully coming this way in December, but I, but I need to see her before then. I don't see me getting on a plane. Mm-hmm. Um. My friend Antonio is coming to New York from L.A. soon. He doesn't have an option. He's got things in storage, and he's got all sorts of things that he needs to take care of, so he has to come out here. But I don't really think I can... I can't see a world where I'm like, well, I just have to see my daughter, and I go. Because, no, you don't actually have to. We have to stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And how are we... What are we doing? Are we holding our breath? I don't know because there was, and that that helps that much. Initially, the airlines were saying that middle seats were going to be empty, yeah. but mm-hmm. that went away. Oh, did it? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like immediately. Um, the videos I've seen of folks on airplanes seem like masks are optional, and even then, the mask doesn't mean much it when it's recycled. It's a can of air. Doesn't. So he said that he was looking into taking the train from Los Angeles to New York. And I'm like, dude, you are so much better off five hours in the air than three days on a goddamn train. Just, mm-mm. Nope, mm. nope, nope. All those people getting on and off the train from Los Angeles to New Orleans? It goes from Los Angeles to New Orleans and then up to New Jersey, to New York. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, it's like there's a nonstop train. Mm-mm. It's all a mess right now. It's a clusterfuck. I was supposed to have seen my father for his birthday. When's his birthday? May. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. I was going to go on that trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was quickly a wrap. And with them being 70 plus, I don't even know right. if I drive down or whatever, like what's appropriate, what's not, how right. that works. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's all, it's all a thing. And you want to get married in this. <laughs> um, I mean, I, that, uh, our neighbor votes that we should just wait till 2021. Which neighbor? Who said that? I remember. The only neighbor that I really have conversations with. Well, there's two. Our upstairs neighbor with the dog? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, did she tell me that or just you? Uh, I don't know. I was talking to her one-on-one. Oh, okay. But I said that you were the boss. Wait, because... so she says wait till 2021? Yeah. So what? So we can have a mask free? Because we don't know what 2021 looks like either. Uh... Uh, I think, I think the thought is still this has to. It, I don't think we've hit the new normal yet. But we should by twenty twenty one. I mean, it's it, the longer you wait, the more likely it is. Right. Um, I think there's going to be some version of this that becomes everyday life. I don't know that 
at least I hope this current isn't quite it. Mm-hmm. I think we do continue to wear masks when we go shopping and, uh, but not at weddings. Maybe it's social dis. I don't know. Right. I, but I don't think the water is settled yet. Right. So, so as it stands now, is it okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. To be maskless when you're six feet apart from anyone. Or are you supposed to wear a mask all the time if you're outside of your house? Uh, I think that's the hard part. It depends on what you're doing. Um, are you running down the street and folks are No, walking? you're standing around other people that are all six feet apart from you. I think you're okay. Um, like, think- could we be expected to have a wedding right now where there's literally like demarcations and everyone is standing six feet apart. So, and no one needs to wear a mask because we're all six feet apart. I don't except know. Except for me and you. Except I don't know that that's feasible. Like maybe you can do that for a ceremony. Oh, right. I'm talking about the ceremony. Right, right. Reception. Like the ceremony is the easy part. True. Um, it's what happens after or does anything happen after? It's the ceremony happen? and like, hey guys, see you later. We're going to go have sex now. <laughs> We're going to eat all this cake by ourselves. And it's the open bar for one. And like, how's that go? I don't know. I don't know how any of this goes. Because we've already discussed like worst case scenario, there is a very, very small core group of people yep. who be at our thing. Yep. And that'll be it. That's it. And we party later. If. If. So how do we feel about that? Um like the way we have the way we discussed it, it was literally like five people plus me and you. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of in a space where I either want to do all of the things or none, or none of, of the things. things. I don't want to do the... I think I'm there. I think I'm like there. Like either we wait till we can do some sort of traditional big party. But, right. Or we just sneak off to your mom's house. Right. <laughs> or whatever, wherever. I'm kind of there too. I, I Yeah. And because the all the things mm-hmm. is so murky... It just makes the none of the things, well, not none of the things, but the minimal of things more attractive because right. I know what the minimal of things looks like. Right. I know when that can happen. I know how. I know how much it costs. I know who needs to be mm-hmm. there. I need all that. As a matter of fact, when I think about the minimal, it comes with so much still that it's like, damn, imagine doing the whole right. kit and caboodle. And our general lives don't require people. <laughs> like even <laughs> pandemic is- aside- our our day to day lives aren't about other people. No, it's not. It's we. Is like, that good? Um, I don't think it's good or bad. I think it's just who we're, we are. We're very much like where are our children? Okay, they're here. Life right. looks like this. Right. They're not here. Life looks like this. It's, Everything else. Now that's not to say when we do see people, when we used to see people in another world, it wasn't a treat and it wasn't course, a great time. Absolutely. Like we talk about New Year's all the time. New Year's was oh, spectacular. It was, it was, it was I'm glad I missed the last two thirds of it because right. nobody wanted to go home. Nobody wanted to go home. <laughs> but, that's how you know we do a good but party. That night was great. Uh-huh. And can you imagine that elevator now? So we so oh, basically twelve oh one. Yeah. It's our entire everybody was in our house. Yep. Plus a bunch of randoms yep. on an elevator. Yep. The blackest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Just yes. us screaming and yelling yes. and popping and happy new year, happy twenty all yes. I think. In a tiny ass elevator. <gasps> Can you imagine? Oh my 
Somebody probably had the coronavirus right motherfucking then. It was January. There's a world where you're just supposed to post a video today and everybody goes apeshit not knowing when it was. That was January. Mm-hmm. That was likely our last chance to have a, to, to be that. You it was. I mean? It was our last chance to yeah. be that because I remember when the party was all said and done and we all recovered, it was like, all right, what are we doing for February? How are we all getting together? Right. Like, what, you know, what's mm-hmm. going to happen? Twin, are you coming back? Because her birthday's in February. Right. So we talked about we her coming. We talked about going to Brooklyn to a particular restaurant. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about the oxtail restaurant? Oxtail hash? Mm. What was that? Hey, okay. <laughs> oxtail hash was so good. Mm. It was good. That was a great move. Okay. Mm. I will mute you. <laughs> you better not mute me. I can make sexy sound if I want to. But I got this too long ass. Jesus. Do you really want me to shorten it up? No, I like it. Because you commented about you commented on it being it's long. Long as fuck. It's not that long. It's like. 15 seconds. It feels long. It's like 15 seconds. It feels long. We've talked about it. I know. That's I what I'm asking. You to change do you want me to it? it? You're long too. I don't want you to change. <laughs> good night. Stop it. I'll be good. I'll be good. I'm not going to. I've been really good. I haven't been taking us swirling off into sexy time things. That's better <laughs> than you trying to compact it into all that into like the last three minutes. <laughs> okay. I won't. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it. Um, nope. So you mentioned my needing my own office, which I kind of like, oh. Um, I did not say you needed your own office. We we needed a studio. I said you need a desk. No, no. We you talked about we talked about a second yes. space because of all this stuff. I said you need a desk. And then I said, this is going to become a studio. So mm-hmm. we're probably going to need an office at some point. Right. I didn't say you need an office. I said we're gonna need an office. Well, at some point, I also am realizing that I may need an office anyway because when you're on calls, you get very sensitive to noise. Yeah, it's called like a bag crinkled, and you're like, "Can you put the?" It's not me being sensitive; it's you being loud. Not meaning to, mm. but it's loud. Listen, if I am talking to someone about a freaking book they want to write. I need to be able to focus. And if you could hear what I'm... It's only when I have headphones on, if you notice. If I don't have headphones on and I'm just doing a 1, 1 p.m. stand-up or whatever... No, even with that, because you have your headphones on 11. I said, it's only when I have my headphones <laughs> I on. I know, I'm saying... If I don't... Because you have your headphones on 11. Because that's what works for me. So, I need you to not when I'm on important calls. It's only when I have a semi-important call that I say something. Talking to a potential client, etc. I'm just going back to saying that I may need a separate space because my my thing now is involving more and more equipment and moving around and doing things. Yeah. So at the most, thirty minutes, forty five minutes. I don't need an eight hour day of you not crinkling paper. This is literally like a meeting. I hear you. I'm, but again, I go back to. And again, I'm not saying it's a criticism of you or anything else. It's hard to tell somebody that for an hour they can't do things when their job is to do things. That's all I'm saying. 
Like I couldn't tell you to not do something for an hour necessarily. You absolutely can. Now without it interrupting your day or interrupting what you need to do. I don't know if that's the case. Mm. But we do different things. Mm -hmm. So for me, if you say I need an hour in here, I can take my laptop downstairs, outside, on a chair, whatever, and do the thing. But that's a different thing. I'm talking about being in here for an hour saying, hey, you need to not. But you, because you can't go. Well, there's lots of things you can do. Because I can't go out. But there's lots of things you can do. I'm not saying you have to leave. I'm saying you can't read a map. I'm saying you can't listen to a YouTube video on your headphones that are not on your ears. They are on my ears. Well, I don't know how it was that loud, but I could hear Because your headphones are on 11. <laughs> so I don't think that it's possible for me to hear anything on your headphones if your headphones are on your head. So I don't know where the conversation was coming from that I heard, but I doubt that I would be able to hear it with my headphones on and you with your headphones on. All right, so maybe that wasn't me. But yeah, my headphones were on my head. Um, so maybe it was someplace else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, again, all this is... All this to say that that's to negate the need of space or quiet or whatever else. I'm just saying what we do is getting to a point where it's not always conducive or conflict. I think it is. I think it's just a matter of scheduling properly. Mm-hmm. I think it's a matter of saying, hey, because I didn't tell you what time my meeting was. Mm-hmm. So you're th- totally thrown off that I'm like, be quiet. I didn't mm-hmm. even tell you. Like, hey, you might have taken that time to go for a walk or mm. to just read something or to listen to some music, listen to a podcast, whatever. I didn't say, hey, at four o'clock, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Oh, such a very inconsiderate. So, um, you like, you know, 1 p.m. I'm sure there's times where you don't do certain things from 1 to 1.30 because you know I'm on a stand up. But I didn't tell you I was going to have this call with this dude and it lasted for an hour. Mm. So that's all I have to say about that. Nobody can see a exactly. swivel. No one whatever. needs to see my neck swivel. You can tell them I'm swiveling my anyway. neck. Uh, so much stuff. <laughs> We're going to get some shelves. Mm. I need some shelves. Um, I need to put my calendar back up. Because you know what people like in a podcast? Describing visuals. <laughs> I think that's what people like. It's coming together. Speaking of visuals, we're yes. almost there. Oh. Almost where? Video. What are we doing on video? Uh, you said no to that. Um, oh. What do you mean I said no to that? I didn't say no to that. Uh, I'm the, I'm, I was debating about if we want to do live stuff versus just recording it and putting it out after. Oh. Um, live can be a high wire act. How so? Can't unsay things. Mm. And we have... I do a Facebook Live every week. Right, about a very specific thing with a very specific core group that knows you this show meanders all over the place that's true so and we've had we've had cases before like hey i just remembered the thing has to come out that's true and in this case is that taking out taking down entire video which i don't necessarily or Um, entire live which i don't necessarily want to get into a live good talk doesn't concern me in the least i think on occasion is fine um well i know we wouldn't switch it to always right, right right i mean i might there's a world where I just record them and figure out whether it's for promo stuff or just about the whole episode. Um, I still need to learn some editing stuff. I want to do lower thirds and all other fun stuff. My only other fear is I used to work for a small media company that wanted to do, do lives all the time. And this was 
eight or nine years ago. So the technology isn't is different, and there's a lot of ins and outs and everything else. But the stress of figuring out the production, I think, took away from the show a little bit after a while, and it became about doing the thing as opposed to staying true to what the thing is. Correct. I can see that. So it's it's a matter. I'm trying to find figure out what the balance is going to be between expanding and doing some other things that are cool and not losing the original plan of what all this is. What's up with the website? Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, I got to talk to him today. We've had a couple delays uh, because of some other things, but I got to, we got to push that through. Um, I'll just say that for now. Okay. Um, so yeah, cause that's the biggest, one mm-hmm. of the biggest linchpins right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I find myself saying it often like, well, I'll just wait. Because this makes sense to do when mm-hmm. we're doing this, right? And the, it, it's got to be done in its own time, though. Except no, <laughs> it's got to be done in the time that we. I mean, done yeah, it. it's own um, time, meaning when we say, right? So because we're kind of like what you're saying, we're getting. There was a point where we were so far behind a website that we can move and do different things. It right. didn't really matter. And now we're that at it. that gap is getting smaller, smaller. Stop it um, between. Us in needing a website. Gap? Really? I don't I'm, I don't know what you... Do you know about gaps? Is that a Bronx thing? With Where? the AY gap? Yeah. We, we didn't want no gaps. I know, but was that like... Did y'all actually believe that that was true? Because it's not. But was that a thing that, you know, dudes would talk about? I always wondered, like... Who's going around saying, "Oh, look, she's got a gap. She's got a gap." Like I, not none of none of us, right? I mean, I take that back because I did know no dudes who did that, but more wonder why they thought. What did they really think they were seeing, and why was that a positive or a negative? I mean, I think the idea of gaps in general was about thinness more than anything else. I don't think it was about actual sexuality or plus I don't or minus think it was thinness. Room. I mean, that's only that's the only way you would, if you're going to have a gap. The only way you're going to have a gap is because you have you're no. Super thin. They were this was a completely fictional gap that could exist no matter what your size. That would allow someone to see whether or not you were a virgin or not, and how often you had sex, and what you had going on in your vaginal walls. Nothing to do with your size. Yeah, the gaps that we were talking about were about sizes, but we. But again, we, I mean, so the, you're talking about a thigh gap. Yeah. So that's not what Wishmacall was talking about when he said a yay white gap. He's not talking about her being thin. He's saying a you can vagina. tell you can tell by looking at her that she has had sex before and has had sex enough times that there's a gap in between her legs. Fat or not fat. This is a thing that men believed. Wait. And women. I'm, so what is the gap exactly? There's no such thing. No, no. And I'm not saying it is this. Okay. What is the gap, actually? So what was it supposed to be? It's supposed is it space between the thighs? Um, Yeah, a space between the thighs. Right. Correct. That didn't exist on anyone. Yeah. But so. you could look at it and be like, ooh, look, she got a gap. And you would say that to any person, whether they were thin, small, mm-hmm. whatever. If she's standing the right way, you could say, look, she's got a gap. Yeah, I don't think we were really talking about gaps like that. In period, in whatever definition you're... The whole thing was just so gross. I wonder what's been written about that. Probably nothing. 
You don't think? No. Gay White Gap is such a well-known lyric. I bet you somebody, some black woman, some womanist took that shit to task. Because, because old grandmothers used to say it. Look at her. She's fucking. Look at her. She got a gap. Talking about a 12-year-old, a 14-year-old. Not that 12-year-olds can't have sex, but just saying that, like, mm-hmm. it would be like a dooming sort of thing. Like, because once someone says you have a gap, you can't unhave one. You can't walk around and be like, but look, look, my thighs are running <laughs> together. There's no, it was this invisible, um, what do you call it? What is that? I don't know, that wasn't me. Oh, they're throwing trash out of time. Um, yeah, I think we took, at least the folks I was wrong with, we took that a bit more literally. Right. So it was like, it was never, really, seen, never seen one and don't really want one. It was really gross. Mm. The whole terminology of it. What do you call the um the A on your forehead when you're an adulterer? That's called Scarlet Letter. That's not on your forehead. That Where was, is it? That was on your dress. The Scarlet oh, okay. Letter. I'm thinking of something else that goes you, on your forehead. You think about anarchy the I don't know. Anyway, Antifa. Yeah. Either way, no, it was <laughs> either way, it was a Scarlet Letter. A Scarlet Letter to you know, and I remember young girls one particular friend of mine who's like 11 and was fast not having sex but fast in the other ways that you one would be considered fast and i saw i heard older women talk about this girl having a gap and how that influenced her because men women people alike were like oh, she must be doing all the things because there's an invisible Hmm. How did we get here? You said gay white gap. Oh, because you said the word gap and it was like, don't you start. Right. And I was like, what? What? Right, right. I do not have a nice, uh, nothing I can say sexually about gap that's cool because, ew. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. <clears throat> You're about to be banned from eating and drinking on because the show. Because I... <laughs> I really almost choked and died, mm. but I didn't. You're about to be banned from eating and drinking. I didn't eat a thing. You eat and drink like your daughter. It's all smacky, <coughs> gross, mealy mouthed. I don't think this is things. what you, I don't think this is necessary. <laughs> the amount of criticism that my daughter and I get is just not nice. It's not nice. It's creepy. What? What? It's what? What did you say? What are you talking about? You just say I eat gross. Is that what you say? On mic, yeah, for sure. Wait, what? You said yourself that you were going to stop doing this on the mic because it sounds terrible. I said I was going to stop eating. I didn't say I eat gross. Anybody sounds gross when they're eating on the mic. My ears are sweaty. I got something sweaty. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I was trying to figure out a witty retort. I got nothing. <clears throat> What's the rest of your day looking like? Um, I'm taking cameras home. I'm playing with potential vlogging setups. Uh, I'm taking a nice vlogging setup would be nice because I've wanted to stipple several times, but. Just figuring out the lights and the cameras is just like, eh. Well, do you, do you, your preference is to stipple from home? 
Um, not necessarily. Because you, yeah, I can get you set up in here in two minutes for now. I can at least for a stipple from the office. Um, we got to figure out home stuff in terms of media and what we do and don't want to do. Um, but yeah, we're we're getting there. What? What? I don't know. You just looked at me and started laughing. I what? You just looked at I me. I can't. I was looking at you and smiling. Oh, thought you were laughing because I'm so happy in this relationship with you <laughs> and all that we're building together as a team. I want to believe that's what that was just now. <laughs> or I may have just relapsed and started thinking about sex last night and how amazing it was. There. Now. Edit that out. Noko. Uh, so this, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, so there's another sex episode coming clearly. Not this one. Coming clearly? It's never come clearly. No, never. Well, no. I mean... What's, what does clearly mean? Whatever. I'm not afraid of you. Clearly. Um, yeah. We're not doing a sex show, right? Like, as a show. A show about sex. I would do a show about sex. Like, I f- kind of feel like... More accurately, a show not necessarily about our sex. Oh, wow. Because I don't know if I want to do that every week. That's not very fun. So we had sex this week, and this is how that went. Here's what happened. We got out the crystal icicle dildo. We we still got stuff. We only used two things. That's not okay. I don't know what... I don't know. This motherfucker with this horse and carriage shit, he's like going out the window. (laughs) I don't hear it. How? I don't know. Hmm. I don't hear it. Um, I'm not really interested in talking about... If I'm going to talk about sex, I'm going to talk about our sex life. I'm not really interested in talking about, like, what other kind of sex are we talking about? Like, so in the news today, I heard that there's a position where people are having sex with goldfish. Like, and just I don't that care. voice. And that exact voice is what we'll do. <laughs> like, today, I had to write a dear level. Do I ever say what dear level is about before it comes out? Does to it me? matter? No, and like, in general. Well, you don't say what anything is before it comes out. <clears throat> right. So, anyway, dear level today is about BDSM, BMDS, BSDM. BSDM. I'm glad you researched this other. BDSM. BDSM. Yeah. It just gets mixed mm-hmm. up in my head. What do you think of BDSM? I think it's fine if you're into it. Are you into it? I'm not into getting hit. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Are you into hitting? Uh, <laughs> you don't have to answer that. Into is a strong word. I thought into was a not strong word. No, I'm, Do you I, like it? Do you love it? I feel like those are strong. I'm saying, well, not, into is not strong. Um, something we try to play with a little bit. A bit. Um, it rears its head up every once in a while. Yeah, very, very small. Like right. I couldn't see doing that for an hour. Mm. That couldn't be our whole right. session. Right. So no handcuffs and... I'm not getting handcuffed, no. No handcuffed. You're not getting handcuffed? Mm-mm. What if I really want to cuff you? Not happening? Mm-mm. What if they break away? I mean, most of them are. So maybe that... Really? The ones we have now that we got sent. Yeah? There's a little latch. You just use a little key. You just flip a switch. And you know, and that, so lame. And, and that... Well, no. That's safety. <laughs> um, 
Because that maybe, uh, maybe, but there's a claustrophobia, anxiety mm-hmm. thing for me about it. It's not yeah. lack of trust. It's about right. I want to move. It's it, I want to be able to put no, my arm down, whatever it is. It's it's not really about the sex of it. Right. It's just about in general. It's general discomfort more general than discomfort. like anxiety or partner. Or so I do have like anxiety. That. Like I have to tell my daughter this all the time. Way to bring my daughter into a conversation about sex. But like if I'm done hanging out with her mm-hmm. and I'm just like, okay, I'm going now. She'll hold on to my arm mm-hmm. so that I can't move. Mm-hmm. And when she was younger, I would just grin my teeth and bear it. But now mm-hmm. I don't. I say, I'm uncomfortable. You're violating my space. I need you to get off of me. Like, mm-hmm. just like that. Mm-hmm. Because no one should, like, I just don't like the feeling of not being able to walk away. Right. And so, but for some reason, when I think about cuffs, in that context, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me. I mean, I've never had them, so I don't know. Maybe it would. Well, it's also a mutually decided on thing. Right. You're not just being grabbed by some person. Right, which is why I think my story is kind of lame this week because I felt like I had to stop after every thing and say, ask, ask, ask. Because some of the things I'm describing, it's like, but make sure the person, like you damn near need to write it out ahead well, of time. The people to me, I, the people, I think. The people I know who are into BDSM, there's a lot of planning. There is a lot of conversation. There is a lot of things. You don't, there. This is not. The most, the most from from the people I've spoken to, the most dangerous part of any BDSM play, whatever else, is an experience, especially when you have two people who've never tried it before mm-hmm. because you don't know what conversations to have or to not have. Mm-hmm. Um, there's research and there's studying and there's thought, there's thought that should go into this before you just pull out some handcuffs or some rope or whatever you're And into. I think that's probably why it wouldn't work for me because I don't really have that much interest in mapping out right. those things mm-hmm. quite that much. And, and the mapping can be as simple as... I. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And this is the word. It could be as simple as that, but you have to start at the very least there. So the spreader bar, I think you showed it to me. The what? The spreader bar. Oh, yeah. No, you saw that. It became famous from Fifty Shades of Grey Mm because there's a scene in it where he's using a spreader bar on Mm her. That, for some reason, freaks me out. The idea that my feet mm-hmm. could be spread apart and locked, mm-hmm. and 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 it goes up to my hand. Like, by uh, the way, the worst representation of BDSM possible. You think? No, I know he's he violates. Oh, rules. the movie. I yeah, thought yeah. you meant the spreader bar. No, no, the movie and the in the books. He violates rules multiple times and is all types of. Yeah, I think I might have read a story about how. Yeah. You can't use that mm-hmm. as a anything. Nope. It it involves way more planning than I'm interested in yeah. having. The the general talk is uh if he wasn't a billionaire in a book he'd he'd be be charges right right i get that so i don't know i feel like there's so much i'm saying this having not read any of it right now i haven't i haven't read or watched but i know i felt like in my in my writing about it i took the sexy right on out of it because it's just too much room for like even the things i was writing like okay so this is involved with this 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 Mm -hmm. every other sentence i'm like make sure you ask Make sure you talk about this. My understanding about BDSM is you don't wing BDSM. You don't. You don't. There's, but truth is, you shouldn't be winging anything. Really. Right. If you are of the Shane Paul Neal school of first time sex acts, everything is cleared. Like, we're going to be extra careful here. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a world where that's how it should be. You know, like the idea that you got to really be sure about BDSM, but not be sure about a blowjob 
eh, shouldn't we be that careful with everything? I would say so. Yeah, but then when does it get to, I had a word for it, but now I don't remember what it is. You know, there there comes a point where you can assume that a person, if the person is taking out their clothes and wants to have sex with you, you can assume that the first initial things, like you have to ask mm-hmm. to kiss the person. I think there's also a realm of trust and communication where you know, where you're in a space where you know your partner will tell you they're uncomfortable. Yes. I also think. Which is the thing it gets built towards. And that's where the balance between asking about everything to being comfortable with hearing no and the idea of your partner saying, and your partner being comfortable with saying no. So I think that for this story and in general, I think that sex acts of all kinds start long before you get in the bed. Mm-hmm. Like imagine a world where you get to have those conversations. Like I, I like this. I like that. I'm kind of weird about that before. You cringe a little bit when we bring this up, but our first date, we were having these conversations mm-hmm. and, but, and you, but you say, you keep saying, mm, but we, they were helpful. I think. It wasn't our first date. It was our first date. It was like our fourth. It was our first date. And because we're grown. We and it was grown. and it was very clear about the things that we were or were not into and and wasn't gonna even like predetermine that we were gonna do anything. Right. But hey, this is what I'm into, this is what you're into. Oh, okay, I hear you there. And whatever it is. I don't remember I only remember one part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't remember. I'll say this: You told me the one thing you absolutely would do, and the one thing you absolutely would not do. Correct. Which is a great start. And I told you that the one thing I would do is something I was really good at. Right. That's true. But I don't remember if it was in the context of. I thought it was just conversational. I don't. I don't feel like it was the context. No, of no, it wasn't. If it wasn't, we ever have sex, it wasn't a plan. But and I think that's one of the things that helped. There was conversational. There was context. There was different things. It wasn't about so. If we have sex. Know this. Blah, right. blah, blah. It was we were talking about our past. Yeah. Um, I think there's a way I mean everybody's different, but there's ways to do it that isn't super calculated or contractual. I think the only reason Because why matter of fact, the thing that you said you hated and would not do again I know. hasn't been the case. Mm-mm. But at least I knew right. going where from it was the outset. Right, for, I, for me it didn't even matter where it was coming from. It was don't try and make this thing happen. Right. You made it happen of your own accord, and then it was like cool. But knowing that is helpful because imagine I don't have that information. Wait, so which wh- I'm so cool with all the things that I don't being on top was what I did not want. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You said you were not you not s- having not it. about that life. Or I was else. Like, don't for, you... for reasons that we got into that we don't get to get into here. Right. Of course. Um, you were not about that. Mm-mm. And it's like, and now I remember, I remember because I was saying it to you, mm-hmm. not like you should know that, like the next nigga, right? Period, right? This is what's about to happen, right? Yeah, I remember now. I remember now. Yeah, but though that kind of conversation, a having that conversation very as early as we had it, I think set the groundwork for how open we we're going to be about things just in general. True. Um. So there was. So sex aside, there was just trust being built, period, because we watch how we respond to the things that we're talking about. And then I, at least I was getting valuable information about not just what you would and wouldn't do, but what you liked and didn't like. Right. And that's Although important. I don't know if that actually helped you, because the first time we had sex, I still looked terrified. 
I'm not sure if the information you had helps you feel more comfortable because I know I wasn't giving off what I felt. It would have been harder without the information. Like there was, there was, there was fear and nervousness our first time, mm-hmm. but at least I had some information right. about something. Right. You know, imagine not having that conversation and seeing what I saw. For I, the record, what he saw was me. You were, you were comfortable and uncomfortable at the same time. There was a lot of mixed emotions and things happening. Correct. And it would that's that's part of where the start start and stop was because there'd be points where like okay she looks comfortable, and then it's like nope she doesn't look comfortable anymore. Right. Comfortable and again we're grown so whatever. Right. It didn't take us forever to have sex. It did not. I'm gonna say. But along with six that, six months or so. But along with that, there's how much do we actually know each other? Right. So that I actually all, don't know how much time passed. I do remember a conversation about how long. We're mm-hmm. supposed to wait because um, I didn't feel like a real. You sent me a message saying, you know, how long? I said, I said, we're grown. We don't have to wait. Right. And you said it could be tomorrow or it could be six months from now. Right. I think I might have said, how about tomorrow? Yeah. Or something. No, no, or something. <laughs> wait, no, I really said tomorrow. I didn't put a date on it. Like, we didn't know that day it was supposed to happen that day. Yes, we did. Oh. And how long after the first date did this happen? Second date. And how much time was in between the first date and the second date? I'm going to say 48 hours. <sighs> Is it possible that you're wrong? Not likely. That was my first time having sex in like a year. Trust me. I, <laughs> it was very clear. No, it was like six months. But yeah, it was very clear. And then the whole idea of being able to communicate became important literally for my health. Right. Because it sounds so creepy now, but like in my mind, I bet on, I was prepared. I was like, it's not going to last long. He said it's been a year, so it's totally fine. Make sure you make him feel like it's mm-hmm. okay if it's right. 10 minutes long or five minutes long or two minutes long, right. which it would have been okay. But, you know, it wasn't. It was an hour. Right. And I was super confused. And I'm grateful that I didn't ask you then. It took a while, but. I'm grateful that I felt comfortable enough with you to say something because mm-hmm. in my past, I wouldn't. I just have one kidney right now <laughs> and I just wouldn't say anything and I'd be really curious. And honestly, Shane, I mm-hmm. thought you lied to me. Well, that was, I was going to say there were two issues. There was your physical health right. and the question of when I was being truthful. Right. Because I'm 45 or 44 or whatever, however old I am at the time. Mm-hmm. Nah, like I've had enough experience to know that that's not going to happen. That someone who's had sex, who has not had sex in a year is going to last for an hour. Right. That's not possible. I don't care how much jerking off has been done in that time. I don't care whatever. My first thought was he's either in a relationship or he's, he has had Mm. sex recently. Or there's just a random third option that I get so in my head that it throws everything off. That's not what happened. Yeah, that's that was a new fret. That was a, a oh. new, and all the stuff that goes into that, and me having to become work on being comfortable. That's the that's everything. I thought it was just a traditional part of the whole de thing. That it was just like. Did you not it? read my piece that you edited? <clears throat> of course I did. So I remember. Remember, that. I asked my ex wife, mm-hmm. and she said she doesn't recall. Oh, she didn't right. recall ever having that. Right. So this is my version to new. This is a strange. This is coming into a new. My experience is the first time is never 
that particularly great mm. for a myriad of reasons, just mm-hmm. not knowing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another manifestation of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that was that was it, it was good. Yeah, I didn't have any complaints. Not complaints. It I was, just didn't understand why it lasted so long. Right, which starts to make it less good. Well, it didn't make it less physically good, but mentally, I felt like, am I not able to get him to the finish line? Like, why isn't it happening? But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I got to finish. Right. I'm in my head like, okay, we got to figure something out because because right. it's late. Or and eventually, I learned like, no, you don't. Just stop. or not, or not. You know, so yeah. We've come a long way since. Is it E D or D E? D E. D E. Yes. E D is the thing that people actually have compassion about. D E. They don't. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nope. They hate you. That's not an issue for you anymore. Because we've. I mean, it, it's could be. If you, leave break me tomo- up, you leave me tomorrow. Right. It's a, it's we a break whole up, thing. It again. starts all over again. Yeah. So you think you don't know for sure. No, I do. But how do you know? You want to go? Oh snap. What? When I said you want to go, I was about to say, go have sex with someone else. Mm-hmm. And I just remembered a dream I had where, oh my God. <laughs> so we're in the lobby of the building and we see this beautiful woman. She gets on the elevator with us. You have to get off. I take the elevator up to the fifth off floor. Off the elevator. Mm-hmm. I take the elevator up to the fifth floor. When you come up, I say, go to XYZ bar. That chick is going to be there. See how you feel about her, if that could work. And you're like, what did you say to her? And I'm like, I can't tell you. Just go, please. Have a drink with her and see what you think. And you went. Is this person an amalgam or? I don't know what she, I don't see her. Okay, so yes. I don't see her at all. Um, And I don't know what the conversation is. Because when Mm. we get off the elevator. You dream in screenplays. Basically. When we get off the elevator, she's doesn't, she's not there anymore. I Mm. just go home and then you come in. And I'm like, you got to go see her. And. You go see her, and then something happens where there's this code. She sends, oh, you're sitting with her. She sends me a text message saying, "We're good. This can, this is it. This can work." And I sent you what she said, and you're sitting right with her. And you're like, "All right, bet. Then let's go." <gasps> I would have never remembered that. So I'm very jealous of you in this very weird sense. You get to finish your dreams. Um, my I dreams. Th- I never forget to finish my dreams. I mean, is that? Finished. My dream, my dream. We end, didn't end up fucking. But at least you found out. My dream would have ended. I wouldn't have got to the bar. Oh no! My yeah. dream ends like halfway through the third act. Oh no! Yeah, I get more satisfaction. I, and that's than always. That. I never. I mean, I did, do remember waking up wishing I knew if we had sex with her. Mm-hmm. Are we? I mean, wishing that. Oh no! You want to cut something? <laughs> I think that's one of the lamest of maybe we will, maybe we won't things to bring someone else into the relationship. I feel like that's what every old person does. Like, I know what we're going to do is spice things up. We're going to get another one. <laughs> yeah. We're not. Are we really going to? I'm not pursuing it. But, I mean, what happens if you do meet somebody at the bar and she's like, so what's up? And she's beautiful and she passes all the tests. Oh, wait, you don't do strange. Yeah. So why have you ever even discussed the possibility, knowing that you don't, oh, it would have to be somebody you already knew, I guess. And that was our issue. Well, fuck. Yes, that's an issue. Right. Maybe it should just be a dude instead of a woman. Nah. No? Nah. Yeah? Nah. I barely want to be there. I don't definitely want to be <laughs> another dude. 
Um, no, I wouldn't. Do I don't that. even want to see my penis, much less somebody else's penis. That's weird. What do they do with each other? They just that's just tag teaming. Basically, I mean, it depends. They can do things together. What? What are you doing with another dude? I'm let you think about that question. You mean me personally, or yes. men in general? You. I'm oh, okay. I'm speaking in general. You're speaking specifically oh, to me. I'm okay. To you. That's all, like, what do you mean? What do you, what do two guys do together? What what's wrong I'm with you? I'm talking about you. What are you doing? Oh, I'm not doing anything. Do? Yeah, I'm not interested. In, yeah, I thought you meant okay. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? What do two men do if they're like, they yeah, enjoy each other, right. Aaliyah. Right. That's why I'm confused. Like, like this whole thing. No. Um, yeah, for me, it's it's not a thing. And again, like you said, I don't even know that a, another woman is a thing because I don't know you, chick. It's so much. It's so many. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Has anyone. Wait till you get these DMs. Is there a single couple that's not in that lane, you know, like in that life where you talk about it and you plan it just like with BDSM or whatever? That can say we did this as a one-off and it was fine. It was cool. We liked sure. it. Whatever. I really? Like, yeah. Well, where's their person? Either they know them or they don't. I can't. I. It just feels like one of those things that is just asking for trouble. So much trouble. I think you. I don't really see that. Even if the person is right, I don't see you really enjoying that. I really don't. Unless I'm not. Unless you're not what? Enjoying it. Unless you're not enjoying it? Well, yeah. I don't know what that means. I mean, if I'm enjoying myself with you and someone else. Mm-hmm. Eh, I need you to finish that sentence. I don't know what you're saying. I, I don't see you appreciating that visual of me and some other woman. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Why would I Isn't enjoy there you th- seeing you enjoy yourself? Isn't that? Why wouldn't you see myself enjoying myself with another dude? Because I don't want to be around another dude. What you got against dudes? If I'm enjoying myself, you should enjoy it, no matter whether or not I'm enjoying myself with a dude or a woman. No, because what we're talking about is the three of us together. Right. I'm not in some behind some plexiglass while you're just shooting <laughs> this dude. Um. Yeah, I think we'll probably just stick with BDSM. And leave the. Oh, but I was sticking to BDS. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just wanted to see if you were gonna BD. Mm. We'll stick with BD. We'll leave the SM someplace else. BD. That's what I said. No, I'm saying I'm just make sure folks don't oh, hear B. B. B's oh, and B. V's. B as in bondage. <laughs> D as in which mm. I just learned today. Discipline, and what's the other D? It's two D's. Initials. Yes. I don't think it so is. So the name that. of this episode is Stick to the Rivers and the Lakes that you're used to. <laughs> I'm ready for some rivers. That I you're can, used to. I can go into some rivers I'm not used to. It just I mean, has to be the right river. Right. And you have to be there with me and you have to feel comfortable and all that. But I, I can do other rivers. I'm game <laughs> for other rivers. Uh can I say I can't wait for the messages you get? What messages you get? I don't get messages. I don't either. So for two reasons. One, none of your folks know how to reach contact me. Like the folks, your your followers, fans, whatever you call them, mm-hmm. generally don't know how to get in contact with me. So there's that. How two, is that possible? They know your name. 
Right. Most of them. Yeah. I'm not getting to to friend request me to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna die. Oh, Nobody's yeah. doing that. That's for sure. And then they know better. My friend, most of my friends, this is such a regular, regular conversation. There's nothing to talk to me about. Right. Like I'm the corniest dude, most Your vanilla group. dude of my friends. Interesting. Do you do you consider yourself vanilla? Uh, when I look at <laughs> porn. The, no, when I look at the people I actually know. Yeah. yeah. You've met Najela. Are we name checking our not vanilla friends now? She Is has that a thing? Oh yeah, that's an entire right. show yeah, called does. Cuntcast. Yes, yeah, she does. Hi, Najela. She, she, hey, Najela. She will tell you all the things. And she has. She's danced. She's done sex work. She's done all the things. She's told me. Right. What up, David and Kim? Right. I know you like that. I I know enough Najela's to know to, that you're vanilla. Yeah. That I'm I'm not sent off any bells. I wouldn't say I. I don't think I would consider you vanilla. Vanilla is like... So again, for me, it's it's all relative to the things and people that I know. That's true. And then the, the person you're with, what they know. Right. Because what you call vanilla may not be what I consider vanilla. Right. I actually had this conversation with somebody about dick size. Mm. Um, that was last week's dinner level. We were talking about the idea that big and small dicks are relative to dicks that you've seen and experienced. Correct. As a... Even as a straight dude, of course, the dicks in the locker room is of what course. you're basing your dick on. The one study that we all go by with the 5.1 inches erect has a sample size of 15,000 mm-hmm. men. That is the study. And they were mostly white. 15,000 men. So, and there's 4 billion on the planet. All about the stretch test. They, it was the stretch test. Mm-hmm. They used the stretch test. But still, that sample size, just there's no way you can really say, I'm small, I'm average, right. I'm this. In the in the um, the comments for the story I wrote on Level, if if we tell you your dick doesn't size doesn't matter, we really mean it. In the comments, I was really intrigued because there would be one dude that would say, mm, sounds good, but right. I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm looking at these numbers and I'm smaller than that even. So now I know I'm sad. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Confirm me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, you're right. You are small, mm-hmm. but you still got other things you can do. And then on the other end, people were saying, I, this one dude was like, yeah, I know this, this study is dumb because... I know for a fact that most men are way bigger than five inches erect. Like, this is just silly. And I'm like... But how do you know? Hmm. How do you... Like, what are you getting that from? He's getting it from what he has seen. Right. He's getting it from... I mean, I don't know what his ethnicity is, but I don't know what he's seen. But for whatever he's seen, he's like, come on, we get it. You're trying to make it... He really believed that in the piece, I was trying to make the average size smaller to make people feel like there's right. more of us that are big. Forgetting for a moment that A, you're a journalist mm-hmm. and B, there's no upside to you doing that for anybody. Mm-hmm. Like if that's for my benefit, you can just do that for me in the living room. Of you course. don't need to write a whole ass article. Absolutely. And like, Absolutely. here, I wrote a paper. No one, but the people in the, right. in the comments did not believe it, No, stuff like that. It's funny because that's very, it becomes very hurt dogs really quickly with those kind of things. Yes. And, even I don't care where I'm at on the scale. I'm not commenting publicly. You're lying. Like I know. Like I, why would why? I know better? Right. Like I'm You're just trying like... to make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So the one thing I didn't put in the piece because I didn't want to have to explain myself, but I mean it's in there a bit. But they don't believe this either. That the idea that a really big penis is not the end all be all. Mm. Like 
even if you feel like you're not the right size or whatever that is, men will take the 12-inch dick. No matter how many times a woman's like, I don't want that, y'all going to take it. No matter what. No matter what. Based on what you've seen, based on what you've heard, whatever, a man is going to take a super huge penis, even if every woman on the planet says, I don't want that. I was um, working on a piece about black men in porn. Yes, that dude. He said and it. And there was a couple of them. Um, and he, which one? I can't remember which one it was. Uh, it was Mr. Somebody. No, it wasn't Marcus. Oh. It was, um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, he was saying, because he's a larger gentleman. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what, how many inches. Um, but. 12.2. I mean, so I heard. <laughs> a. <laughs> He was like, I have it, no idea caught, he, production companies, women charge more right. to sleep with them because it hurts. Yeah. And like they have to prepare a day or two before. Yeah. And he's like, in the real world, outside of like the size queens that you may run into, it's hard for him to meet somebody that wants to deal with him. And I and I still say that the typical size queen Careful. is a size queen in name only. And that you get her in the sheets and it's a whole fucking different thing. It's one of those things like um, that you say just because it makes you seem like you're about that life. I know a lot of, not a lot, but I know a few women who call, and men who call themselves size queens just to seem special, erotic, and interesting, I'm, I imagine, I feel like there's just as many that are Maybe. Who really are about really it. about it. Mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe. But the typical woman, I can say this. Even though I'm sure a man could say, you don't know every woman. Yes, I do. For this, I know every woman. No, thank you. No, thank you. We'll pass. We'll pass. Just like we'll pass on sex that lasts an hour. So I'm sure there's plenty of men who would trade places with you in a heartbeat. No, they wouldn't. They think they would until they actually do. Until they they realize that they don't get the finish. Oh, the non-finishing part is the... Right. Yeah. Hey, you're going to have to tap out. So you think a person who lasts for 10 to 15 minutes on average and finishes would not want to trade up for lasting 40, 45 minutes, but not finishing? I would assume. I, I would believe so. Yeah. Would I you, think would so. You, I, would you trade I, down I think to they, last for 15 minutes, but no, you're going to finish? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Uh, half hour. No, that's not what we're saying. I know. That's a perfect, that's great. Everybody wants a half an hour. <laughs> My point is right. considerably less, 10, 15 minutes, and then skeet, skeet, skeet. If I was a, so there's a version of me that enjoys strange that doesn't mm-hmm. give a fuck. Me and who, being who I am, who's actually in a relationship, yeah, that doesn't work for me because I want to make sure you're straight. Right. I mean, so and again, if, but if I'm, so, and, I'm fine. Well, wait, wait. So this, and actually, that's not even a great statement because that's not the end all and be all of making sure you're no, okay either. Of course not. Um, I don't know if I. Mm, yeah, I don't know if I. I would. I'm also coming from a space where I have more control of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you have a harder time answering that question mm-hmm. now than you would have six right. months ago. Six the, months ago, I think you would have been like, fuck it, I'll take the 15 minutes. The times where I had a buddy. A buddy. Okay. I would have probably taken the shorter time. Right. 
because again, I'm traveling from Montclair to Brooklyn. And well, wait, doesn't that mean if you have to do all that, don't you want a longer thing? No, I want to finish. Oh, I see. To do, I can't believe you would go from Montclair to Brooklyn and not finish. Mm-hmm. And it was worth it. Anything's worth more than no sex. If you're in a comfortable situation, yeah. And the person across from you. Do you finish later? Sometimes, yeah. And is it a better finish than a non? so we've had a different version of this conversation um yeah i know and this is about to get kind of two episodes i see it already because we're going (laughs) super long um masturbating after sex feels great yes sometimes better than if you just masturbate it without having sex now masturbating after sex when you've had sex for an hour and didn't great oh it could be a ooh, it could be a thing right that can be real heavy. But do you have a a finite amount of time to get that one off? I have hours. That's what I mean. I'm thinking hours, but not days. No. Can, uh, is it happening at her I, place? I got maybe half a day. Is it happening at her place before you go home? No. Hmm. So it's happening when you get back home. Because, yeah. Because generally in those situations, they're paying too much attention to me. Like, I'm not going to be able to just... Dip off into the bathroom. Because I'm off. also keeping in mind, I'm trying to hide the fact that, that I you didn't. you didn't. Why? People feel away. You felt away. Uh, I did. About what does it mean if I'm not finishing? Does it reflect yeah, on? Yeah. Yeah. I did. It's. But I would not have with a buddy. I would have been like, oh, word. If I got mine, I'm going to be like, that's interesting. It's different with men and women. Um, the expectation is that a woman is going to need a little bit more. Right. The expectation that a guy is going to be like, oh, that was great, but I'm, I'm going to go over here because I wasn't quite there. Especially if I'm still erect. Right. Right. So you're stopping. Yes. Still erect. Right. And you go take, what does that really mean? Because it's different when I can't perform anymore and you need to finish up. When do you, call, when do you say, oh, we're done here? One board. I get tired. How, usually how long is that? Hmm. Be careful been anywhere from half hour to an hour depending on hour. oh my god yeah. uh yeah you know it depends there's a point where i know there's a point where i know it's not going to happen and she's at least presumably satisfied and you're like all right all right can stop now but sometimes you would pretend pretend what that it happened. Oh, yeah. I've, I've faked orgasms. Uh, have you ever faked an orgasm? I have not. You wouldn't tell me if you did. You would know. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No. Well, hmm. how? You and I don't have sex with condoms. What? what? Where is this? Where are we now? What's happening here? I'm What's... just being frank. Jesus Christ. Other spaces I've been in with women that wasn't weren't in relationships with, there was a condom. Oh. So I can slide off and then I'll Right. So there's no evidence. <laughs> and we tend to have quite a bit of evidence. Um yeah. So yeah, no, I've I've faked orgasms. Yeah. I mean even because the other part too is if I hadn't 
I likely would not have been invited back. You mean with Buddy or? With Buddy. Oh. Because. Really? Because there would have been this fear that there's, Buddy there's wasn't a, getting there's it right. Men are used to, f- I'm going to make a very blanket statement. I'm listening. Men are groomed to prepare themselves for being inadequate in a way that women aren't. The assumption is if man sleeps with a woman, man is going to get his regardless. Right. Men are taught that that may not happen. And either you care or you don't care. That what may not happen? The woman? That woman will have an orgasm and be satisfied. It's true. And we're taught from there, we either decide to care or don't care. Right. The default when it comes to men is that y'all are going to finish. Whether it takes two minutes or two hours, something's going to happen. That's true. So when it doesn't. Because that's generally true. So when it doesn't, and it's not a matter of, in this case, it's not DE. I mean, it's not ED. It's not like I can't perform anymore. It's just that it's time for me to stop. Right. It's a very confusing situation. And it's one that can bruise amigos. Has it? It hasn't because I haven't made it a thing. The, the, the people... Oh, it could have, but you either faked it or you just didn't let them know what was going right. on. So I'm in a really interesting position that, and I don't know if you know this or not, but I've been working on holding back and not having an orgasm. Um, which is That's a- been you... We, so, yes, I've been aware because that's been for some time. That's not Yeah, but I don't think you know how much progress that I've made because... I do. Mm-mm, you don't. I have a sense. I mean, I know that, but I have a sense. Yeah, I don't think that you know that there have been times that we've had sex and I didn't have an orgasm. Because what I can't control is like, I can't make it not happen. Mm-hmm. I can just pull it back at the very last second. Mm-hmm. But if I pull it back at the very last second, it doesn't really look that much different than if I don't. Okay. So, um, it's more, I'm not able to stop it. I'm just able to get to the top of the roller coaster and then come back down. So, I think this is where people may be confused as to why. Oh, well, that's easy. So, when we first um, got together, it was sort of a strange situation because I was orgasming more than I have in the past. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all y'all because you did your best. Um, but there were just some other things in place, particularly just feeling more comfortable mm-hmm. with myself. Mm-hmm. Feeling more comfortable with myself led to feeling more comfortable with certain things and which led to more orgasms. Um, but then that became its own problematic thing because... When one person might or might not after an hour and someone else is four or five times in mm-hmm. in that hour, it felt like there was a, what's the word? Control. Uh-uh. I felt like, so it started to feel like because you knew I got a whole 45 minutes to do whatever I want, maybe I'm going to come, maybe I'm not. Some of that energy went into, well, she's right here. And if I do this, this, and this, and this. You got mad at me on more than one occasion. Yeah, sure. For sure. Um, Then this is going to happen. And it's a good thing. So why wouldn't she want that to happen? But over time, it started to feel like it was happening because you could. Not because we were both bonded together and having some special mm-hmm. moments together. It was more like, like you said, you told me once, like you can figure out the cheat codes. 
once you figure out the cheat codes, you can use them. And I didn't, I started to not, as much as I love, obviously, the feeling of it, I started to be resentful that you could make it happen, sort of at will. And I didn't like that. So It was never quite what I think it was in your head in terms of my ability to make it happen or not happen? No, I don't think so either now. Right. But six months ago, I mm-hmm. felt very strongly right. about it that you were just like, and now I will touch your earlobe. <laughs> <laughs> so our initial sex life was... V- it was hardcore. No, 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 not even that. I'm, oh. I'm talking about the, the number of men who have my issue mm-hmm. and the number of women who had have or had your issue mm-hmm. are very small. Mm-hmm. The two of them colliding yeah. is because those two things on paper mm-hmm. sound like the perfect combination. Correct. Someone who can last forever and stay focused right. and someone who can have four orgasms in an hour. Right. If not more. Except. Except. It's not. No. It's, so when you have, when one not when one when I have an orgasm, there's a period after it where you feel vulnerable and you feel weepy sometimes mm-hmm. and you feel um, vulnerable and you feel all the things. And if your partner at that time is like uh, 30 minutes so far, I think I got a good 15 minutes and it left. You can tell. I can tell that that's where you are and I'm someplace else completely and entirely. But you're the reason why I feel this way. So you have used the cheat codes. I'm off into oblivion, but I know that you're not with me. So what happens, what would happen in those scenarios would be one of two things. Either I'm trying way too hard to make it happen for myself. Right. Or I accept that it's not going to happen this go around and my intent becomes on you. Right. Um, The trying really, really hard becomes a grosser version of what you're talking about. Because... A grosser version of... Well, no, no it's, it's a different version of what you're talking about, actually. It's, but there's a point where I can become, where it become, becomes such a trial that I'm completely in my own head. So I'm not, even, I'm not paying attention to you in a whole other way because I'm just trying to get there. And you're just the I'm thing. I'm just there. I'm the... Right. I'm, Dave, um, I'm Dave's torso-less right. body sex um, thing. And the other option is it's either that or... Wait, so you're feeling that way while you're still getting me off. No, no. So it becomes... I don't even know what you're doing anymore. I'm so focused on trying to finish that you, in that sense, almost don't exist anymore. Right. And that, in its, in and of itself... Is grosser. Is grosser. Right. Um, as opposed to... And neither one of them are necessarily the greatest solutions, as we've learned. Right. But then... Or the other option is... I say, okay, not my turn, not my time. Let me make sure that you enjoy yourself and that we're confident that you carry things you need and whatever else. Mm-hmm. What happens is you, because of how you handle orgasming and where I'm at in, in terms of never dying, essentially, <laughs> I always shoot the mark or the, sh- the mark gets overshot. Mm-hmm. So it feels like I'm just playing this weird video game when... It's it definitely feels like a video game. Right. So on your side it feels like a video game. Me, I'm thinking I want to make sure that my partner is And set. there's a, a part of that that I just don't want. I want you to be selfish. Like 
I have my own. The problem, so, and but the problem with me being self selfish works if you can get the thing. Yeah. If you can't get the thing, selfish just becomes Doesn't, frustrating for of course, everybody. Of course. Yeah, I know. I mean, like. Ultimately, what we had to learn was that either one of us can stop. Which we don't necessarily do, though. There's not a lot of that. There hasn't been a need to be. Right. That's the thing. So you have, what do you call it when you have like a certain, oh, something bank? Where you have like spank a, bank? a spank bank. In my spank bank that exists of our relationship, all of the spank bank things are like short. Mm-hmm. Like, 15 minutes long i don't know what that means but either you're doing some heavy editing or there was like that one time you claim you on to well it was more than one time you had i think i don't think i'm, I'm definitely not editing i can tell you from beginning mm. to end what happened mm. um but those times tend to be more what's the word um intense because mm. when those times happen okay not 15 minutes but short Compared to other, shorter. Mm -hmm. Like the times, am I going to say it? Like the times where you have to make sure that you don't nut up inside of me Mm -hmm. are the better. Mm -hmm. Because there's like, I have to focus on this thing. Right. And I can believe that the reason why you're feeling this way is because of me. Actually, I'm not, can't believe, I'm pretty sure it's me Mm -hmm. that's making me feel this way. Those are the ones that are in my spank bank because furtive Shane is the best. Which makes sense because it also, and not to say that it's your ego is solely at play, but knowing that you're, but seeing your efficacy in bed is a big deal. Of course. When you don't get to see that, it becomes a thing. Of course. So, yeah, I get that. And you get to see that all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not there. Uh, it's much like the man with too large of a penis. It brings with it its own downside. The downside being that I can I can become or feel disconnected or made to make my partner feel disconnected or physical issues or any other number of things. It's, tight, it's its own tightrope walk. You broke my kidney. And I only have 1.5 kidneys. Satisfied. <laughs> we're supposed to say, "Yep, that was the goal." I don't know. I feel better of late. Um, I felt a little bit more. Now, now keep in mind the other part that's happened is you've learned the cheat codes. You've learned my cheat codes. <laughs> On top of me being more relaxed, you've learned my cheat codes. I don't know about all that. You have. I can tell you for a fact that you have. I don't. I haven't learned, actually, I don't think I've learned any cheat codes that aren't either A, obvious cheat codes for any dude, or B, things I learned in the first 24 hours, which doesn't count as a cheat code. Well, one, the cheat codes for every other dude weren't working for me initially. Oh. Two. Does that make it a cheat code, though? Yeah. Or does that just mean I'm able to do something that other people may not have been able to do? So does that I make s- it, a, a so- cheat code is specific, like, oh my gosh, if you rub under my armpit, I come all over myself. Like a cheat code is super specific. Uh, no, it doesn't have to be. A cheat code can be, and maybe this is where I've never explained cheat codes properly. Or maybe the okay. terminology is just bad. Okay. Um, a cheat code to me is just knowing 
the things that work for your partner. They could be things that work for anybody in very general because the things that work for everybody that your partner just doesn't want. Um, it's knowing the things that work when said things should be applied. Oh. And yeah, just like just okay. knowing okay. those things. So yeah, so I call them cheat codes because they make things happen faster. Right. It's not a cheat code like an eject button. Like I just want to get I thought the cheat code I don't see that as a cheat code. That's my cheat code. So I don't see cheat codes as something that happens for both people. That mm-hmm. are cheat codes for both people. Like what are the odds of that? That a single cheat code works for both people. Well if you don't if you don't enjoy the cheat code, you're not gonna do the cheat code. That's true. Well, that's not true. If there was a certain cheat code that I wasn't really big on, I'd still do it. Yeah, really on your birthday. It. <laughs> it's I'm your birthday. The, I'm not the, on the birthday, birthday cheat code. Chick. There you go. I'm the cheat right. code chick, period. But you, but generally speaking, you're still less inclined. Right. I suppose. Now, the, Unless uh, I really wanted the to The best thing in the world end. is for y'all to have the same damn cheat code. Right. If that one position works for both of y'all. And so it, we it's do share one cheat code, for sure. Right. I don't know about any But it's one that we that. discovered... We didn't discover right away. I no, I I actually think that came up in the conversation in the work. If we're talking about the same cheat code, I think I made it clear. No, no, different cheat code. The cheat code ended up being a thing you didn't want to do. Wait, hold on. Oh, uh, oh, that's a cheat code. Mm-hmm. But that's just the thing, right? How's that the cheat code? Cheat codes don't have to be hard to find. They just have to work. No. I disagree. A cheat code is supposed to be, if this isn't working, you can cheat by doing this. And Mm -hmm. what you're talking about... Shortcuts. Not even shortcuts. Yeah, but what you're talking about is just the thing. That's just sex. That's not a cheat code. Sex is... There's no just sex. There's a million different ways to do the thing. I don't think that like certain positions that we just think of when we think of sex can be a cheat code. You know how important there's like the the four or five different things? Now here's the other part to that. This particular position, yeah. there's a specific angle in that position. Mm. That's the G code? Yeah. Oh. Let's see. Yeah, the position's common, but there's a certain angle and range that of things that happen. They're like, oh, s- slow down. Oh. Got chill. Okay, I see. I don't employ that all the time. I know. Your cheat codes are employed every time. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you thinking about it? You think I don't know? Well, again, I go back to the cheat codes are, and again, I'm speaking macro. Mm-hmm. Cheat codes are impl- applied every time. Be- because they work. No, that, not just because they work. Because there's more of a likelihood that you will not, you will walk away unsatisfied. So as a guy, you learn, well, this works. I don't ever want to hear. I wasn't satisfied. Right. So I'm just going to. Do you think I would ever say that? That you weren't? Yeah. I would hope you would. Have I ever? Mm, not for the physical part of it. Hmm? Like you just said, the, the, the being oh, the, the, right. detached and whatever else. Right. Not for the physical part, but I'm. My expectation is that if you. If there was, you would. And my expectation is for you to not pay any attention to me at all sometimes. Just get yours off however you want to get it off. So Not going to happen. No, here's the only thing I actually thought about recently. 
part of my getting off is seeing you get yours. Right. I can see that. There's a there's a button in the back of my head that flips. It's like, okay, cool. Right. So this is where maybe you should fake it. Oh, I couldn't. I mean, I could. I faked it <laughs> millions of times in my life, but I there are certain parts of this relationship that I hold very dear. Lots of them, but specifically There's like three. <laughs> specifically, you know, the the need to not needing to do that. Right. Faking it is so you can't come back, you know? Mm-hmm. You're stuck faking all the time. It is exhausting faking an orgasm. I'm aware. It's so exhausting. But <laughs> in the moment and beyond, <laughs> um, and then the person is all self serving, like, yeah, that's right. And right. you're just like, I wanna shoot you. Which is also why I don't talk shit. Mm. You've never heard me really talk shit about sex. You mean during or after? Especially after. Well, who would? That's not even, you don't talk shit about anything. That's not your way. Except I, for like, I got that word right. and You didn't know I, that it was a word. I specifically don't talk about what I do or don't do. Or I'm, I don't talk shit about myself during sex for that very reason. Because? Because you're assuming that. The person is not lying. Right. Um, I think there's a danger in thinking that your dick is magic. Yeah, there is. But. Some dicks are magic. It's just and they become even is. more magical when you deny the magic as the <laughs> owner of said penis. I mean, it's a beautiful, it's a work of art. You know, I've told you this on more than one occasion. It's just, it's beautiful. Your penis is beautiful. Um, There's nothing more obnoxious than a cute child that knows that they're cute. Is Cole in here? Because I didn't see him come in here. <laughs> Where is he? With his little cute self. He doesn't actually know he's cute, but he's... He has, he, has, he has a sense. He has a sense? He has a sense. I think he knows that other people think he's cute. Think he's cute. I don't think he's yet looking in the mirror like, oh my God, I'm stunning. Well, Not even, yet. Well, I'll even take that version of it. Mm-hmm. Once you start believing your own hype, especially sexually, yeah. I think you lose something. I think you don't try. I don't think you pay attention as much. And I've specifically not done that. That's I, why, yeah. So the only the only um, experience I had with someone who really did feel that way, I fainted while we were having sex, and I feel like that might be the one time mm-hmm. you can talk shit if you literally make a woman pass out. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only person I can think of that would be like, yeah, take that. Except that, well, not except, but that was also a very specific. Skill. It was super specific. It was, that like, was something else. Nigga, like what? That's just. That's just lightning striking. There's nothing you could have done. I, I would even I would even accept you tooting your horn about that than tooting your horn about your own dick. Oh, the dick itself yeah. specifically. Right. Yeah. Women are Because um, because the other thing, there's some focus involved. There's some Of course. Work. Of course. I mean it's working all of it, but Of course. And, you know, women can be really harsh about those conversations. I think y'all know. That we can talk shit and mm-hmm. talk shit about y'all. Sure. But I never really know for sure. I remember Paul being in my dorm room at Rutgers University. I'm only a sophomore, so I don't have a lot to share, but I got some stuff to share. And he sort of like just kind of crawls into a corner and starts looking at the floor as the girls start talking shit about dudes. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think to be like, wait, get the fuck out. I'm like, I don't care. And I just saw like beads of sweat mm-hmm. coming down his forehead, listening to what women are saying about what men can't do and what men can't find and what they don't know about. Da-da-da. And he was just, you know, the women in that room were sweet and innocent and kind people that he loved. 
And that conversation was really hard for him. He's probably better for it. He probably is. Mm-hmm. He probably is. I, I talked to him about it many years later. Because in y'all talking about every other dude, he saw himself he saw in every himself. other dude. <laughs> he saw himself. The, crazy, the craziest part was that there was a woman in there who was talking about him. She literally was talking oh, I, about him. I had him. to go. I had to leave. Why did he stay? I had to go. I, she, he did not want to make it clear that he was still there. So he just sat in the corner. She was like, yeah, because your boy. I was like, I didn't do the Never worm. Mind. I don't. I got my shit. <laughs> she talked about him. Luckily, it wasn't like super terrible, but mm. it was terrible enough to to stay with him. I, but even that, if you can stand it, even that's invaluable. It, it was just he was being selfish or whatever, whatever. Invaluable. So, what to get an actual review about yourself, an untainted review about yourself? Have you ever gotten one? Uh, not really. I've given you an untainted review. I feel you like. have. Not on a particular... I'm talking about... We used to post-game, remember? Yeah, we had campfires, yeah. Just like, and then we when you turned and... around this time... Right. I can't remember what a single thing we would... I want to spend three times, not five. I cannot, for the life of me, think of a single fucking thing we would say in a post-game right now. <laughs> well, we, I can tell you exactly what we say. No, 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 no. No, no, here's I what... I know what we here's, say. Here's, here's a post-game now. You it was, good? It was good. I'm good. You that good? That was great. I'm good. You sure you're good? Yeah, I'm sure. No, I'm really good. I'm, I'm really good. good. I'm good. You want some water? No, I'm, I'm good. I'll get it. No, no, no. No, it, the post game was after that. <laughs> That's the immediate post game. Mm-hmm. But I can't right now think, I cannot imagine doing a post game. Not what we would say. Right. But just the fact that we did that mm-hmm. semi-regularly, sometimes in writing. Yeah. But. Hey, post game. Just wanted you to know. So I think there's a. I'm surprised. I, th- I think if you pay attention and you, there's a there's a finality to the post game because at some point you got the notes. Oh, and so is that what it is? Right. So now so we don't need to post game. At, at best, now we're at editing mode. We're not writing the whole book. Hey, right. remember what I said on page three? It's this now. Okay, cool. I feel like I need to say this because somebody's gonna listen to this. <laughs> More than one somebody, and I need to say that. Is that me or you? What would you like me to say? Oh, say Google. Google. Stop what did Google. I say? I don't know. Um, in addition to all of the skill set that you bring and the patience and the DE and all that stuff, I think that the main reason why we've had success is because I have felt more comfortable about myself mm. since we've been together. And without that, none of these conversations happen. Sure. There's no post-gaming. There's no, none of it, mm-hmm. none of it, none of it, none of it happens if I don't feel like, do I want to say that? If I'm not naked, like none of these conversations mm-hmm. can even happen. Like I'm someone who had sex damn close to fully clothed mm-hmm. until a year ago. So coming into this, damn I, close to so fully coming coming into us being a thing, I did my best to give that as wide a berth as possible. Mm-hmm. To not, so wait, was to, I dressed the first time we had sex? Was I completely naked? I think you had a shirt on or something. Sounds about right. Um, and it was all under the covers and oh, that's right, all of dark. Yeah, um, this is why you joke about when you realize how. Bad my vision was, you were oh, that was such even a more help. encouraged. Such a help. Don't get the surgery, <laughs> please. Um, 
So there was a lot of apologizing for that. Yes, yes. And my main thing was like, there's... First, I'm like, I'm having sex. (laughs) What are you apologizing for? I get that now. (laughs) That was the first thing. But I didn't get it then. But the other part of it was, this is where you are. And... I'll meet you where you are. Right. And either we'll figure it out or we won't. Mm -hmm. But none of... None of that was impeding my joy at all. Right. But I knew, it but it was impeding mine. yours. Of course. That, that was the issue. That was a bigger issue. Right. Um, so it was things like daylight were, you know, a big win. Jesus. Um, whatever. Like just different things. Lights on. Lights on. No clothes on. Yeah. Sleeping with no clothes on. Yeesh. I remember when you did that for the first time and it's like, A, I'm really proud of myself. And B was like, wow, that's really it's the fucking best. comfortable. It's so comfy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, those were some serious, I'm still not sure. I want to give you all the credit, but you probably don't deserve all the credit and maybe just being 46 or whatever the case is. But I have had some serious hangups, no hangups about sex. And I've said this before. I, you know, I lost my virginity when I was 16, um, had a sexual relationship at 15, even though we weren't having penetrative sex never had hangups just mm. always found myself in relationships with great people who were meeting me where i am all that kind of stuff but for some reason the clothing thing mm. is a lot of I, people would you could meet people and be like you know what she looks like <laughs> tell me all about it i never got to see it. so i'm definitely not inclined to say i'm giving myself credit no i say but no no yeah but i'm saying if I'm saying I'm not. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if anything, it was just a matter of shutting the fuck up. Mm. And you figure it out. Mm-hmm. And there's and it was there was progression and regression, like anything else. Mm-hmm. Some days nothing matters, some days everything matters. Mm-hmm. There's still there's still those days. Right. And I think it's just a matter of for me it was just not pointing at it, for lack of a better phrase. It wasn't what, my body. <laughs> The insecurity. Right. It was, we are where we are. I'm going to tell you the truth, though. That that I, it helped a lot. I remember the very day that you were like, I can't really see you, just so you know. And I was like, and I'm like, what do you mean? You're like, I mean, I see you, but there's sort of a da 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 And I'm like, huh. I took off my clothes. I'm like, you see, I see that you're naked, but I don't really see that. I was like, oh, shit. Thank you, Lord. This is perfect. Yeah, me without the contacts on, it's, I'm, I'm feeling your wrist to see if you're cute or not. Right. But then now I want you to have your contacts in. Mm-hmm. Like the idea. Okay. So two things really helped. One, in the beginning, knowing that you couldn't really see me, that I could be actually comfortable naked mm-hmm. and not like. Not like you would have been like scanning my body anyway, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But then too, when you finally told me like, yo, I have to, have, I got to see you. Like the lights got to be on. Like this whole pitch darkness mm-hmm. thing. Mm-mm. So when I realized that you needed to see me mm-hmm. in order to enjoy yourself, that did a lot for me. Mm-hmm. So you said that you just were shut, you just shut up and let things happen, but not really because you telling me that that actually mattered was like a big deal. Well, I guess shutting up is overstating it. I, I, as first of all, that didn't happen early. 
that no that happened like last week right (laughs) so there's that part of it because i understand like there's a progression of things that need to happen and you didn't say to to be fair you weren't like this won't work right you were like "Uh, it's helpful can i it's helpful right um and it came at a point where if you were taking a step at a time that was two steps right but and even then if it was like hey i'm not there yet then you're not there yet right um yeah, so this is where as much as you make, not make fun of, but as much as you sometimes have feelings about my process and my consent and the things, blah, blah, blah. I don't think that that happens otherwise. You don't think what happens otherwise? I don't I don't think you have, I don't, I don't know that you make the progress that you made. Without the ultra consent? Or without the, I mean, it's supposed to consent, the... To meet you where you are. Empathy, I guess, is the word is the best word I can think for it. So yes, there's empathy, but just like with your feminine feminism, sometimes the best things about you, and I mean this in the most, the best way possible, but sometimes the very best things about you can lap around themselves to a place where it's not so great anymore. Mm. Um. Your feminism being one of those things where sometimes your views can get so tight on what you believe and what you feel that it sometimes feels like you're you are going too far into whatever that world is. And with sex and consent and all that stuff is there, too, sometimes where you're the fact that you are empathetic and whatever the other words are it can sometimes become a little too much. Is that possible? I mean, I guess it is. So whether that's possible like is a different using, story. I don't feel like I'm using the right words. But wait, what were you just saying that made me think of this? Oh, you said this doesn't happen without empathy. Right. And there are some points in this journey that, oh God, I guess I can't say I don't want empathy. I don't know. I'm weird about that. And we mm-hmm. had a we had an issue about that recently because I was like, I want this, mm-hmm. but I need it in this way. Right. And you were like, okay. And then realized, you know what? That ain't going to work for me. Right. I, you know, if you want it, you want it, but I can't give it to you in this way. And is there space for that? Is there room for you going out of your comfort zone for something? No, there isn't. Just like there isn't for me either. I, that's just how it is. I think there's room for trying. I think that's which you did. That's that. I think that's the most we can give each other is the attempt, right? And so if I say tonight I want you to backslap me and throw me up against the wall, I want you to do this. Try it. I need that writing. You <laughs> <laughs> ain't calling the cops on me after no. Um, I mean, I think we all have limited things that are just like so far at our, our purview that it's like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm not trying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the things that are just out of reach, stick your hand out. Yeah, but the problem is what's just out of reach and what's way out of reach. I, I, um, I said in the piece that I think that if you're going to go into any of this, it's time to go out to dinner. A nice stressless your favorite place dinner Mm -hmm. 
and the only dinner chat is about BDSM mm. and what you think of it and what you've ever thought of it and what you might want to do and what you might and follow that up with a straight up email. So I'm looking forward to this. I just want to make sure mm-hmm. you're okay with this, but you're not really down with this. You're okay with that, but you don't want to do this. We in a lot of ways we did that very thing without the email. We had conversations. We named. We had yeah. We named the we things. Had a list. We had hardcore, and I don't remember any other. soft jazz. I don't know. You were down to polka at one point. So <laughs> yeah, my my um, doctor actually said y'all need, y'all are on polka now because I can't keep patching you up. Um, but yeah, we named things and mm-hmm. we had distinct um, verbiage com- for them. We're we still gross. Do. I don't know. We don't do we. When now later we oh still does that dis- count? Yeah, we still have very dis- we have a very distinct language about the things. That's right. When now and later, and there's another one that I never can remember. Um, I can't remember either. But Is that normal it- to be like? Let me text him and see if you want some when, or some now, or some later. I think I don't at the at the moment I can't think of what any of those things are except for when. I mean we don't have to get into what they are. No, we don't. Um I think so the question isn't whether or not these things are normal. I think the question is whether they should be. I think the question is both. I'm curious about both things. I'm mm. curious about if they are normal and I'm curious about mm-hmm. I mean I, I've been around for a bit. This is not my purview. I don't know anything about let's have safe yet fun labels for the type of sex acts that we like right. so that we can just straight up mm-hmm. text each other and be like, this is the thing that I right. I don't know this. And we'll text each other like we're talking about dinner. Yeah. You want meatloaf? <laughs> How about some later? Let's not ever call our thing meatloaf, No, nothing is meatloaf. There's a fourth, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I don't know that to be, mm-hmm. I don't know that life. I don't either. Mm. But I think, I think that's what we won though. We invented a space that we had wanted to be in right and we but not on purpose and we um no i think it was on purpose i don't think we were saying we're going to invent the world we were create but we were very forthcoming about the things that we hadn't had and wanted and figuring out how much they fit or didn't fit or what was feasible what wasn't feasible and we did that we didn't say we're building our future and it's a construct no, for ourselves sexually of blah, course blah, blah. Not. but it was but it feels like that's what we did exactly even what though we did. didn't say that it's exactly what we did this was our relationship is the equivalent of graduating high school and going to college and trying to be somebody completely new. Right. And seeing what part of that fits. Yeah. And then pulling some of your old self back and yep. then find that natural. I totally thing. did that because I was only 16. So I was like, I'm going to be a new person. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> no, but I get that. I mm-hmm. think that's exactly what was happening. Yeah. And for some reason, since. I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I kind of felt early on that it was going to be a thing. So I felt comfortable with parameters. I mean, like, I don't, so who, who has like, we met, we went on a date, we had sex. And then like the next week we're like, let's put some down parameters for our sexual. I don't know that life, you know, I, it takes me a minute. And what, wait, so what's the side? And what's the parameters? It was, what do you want to try? Right. It wasn't like we're setting rules. No. It was more like, it was really the opposite of rules. Right. Like, let's just do whatever we want. Right. Starting with, let's have sex on the first, second date. Right. I don't want to say that. Take that out. Like, I'm not grown grown. Like, what the hell? I'm 40. I was 45 or 46. 45. 45? 45? Mm-hmm. 
Birthday's in October. Actually, it's not. September, excuse me. Um, That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Shit. What's that? That's a neighbor who's been enjoying the show for the last <gasps> two hours. Oh, God. Would you, like, hang out a little longer and listen if you were over there? I don't think we're as loud as I think we are. I think I'm trying to find a feed to the show. <laughs> Is that the massage therapist? I mean, yeah. the acupuncturist? Uh, massage. Oh, that's right. There's an acupuncturist and a massage therapist. Yep. We should give them a little postcard. We should make like little postcards. Um, I guess on their website. First of all, I'm, I'm getting both. What? Acupuncture and massage. Acupuncture is fake. I want to find out for myself. You've, been, you've had you? acupuncture? I have not. Okay. So, how okay. do you know it's fake? That's true. Mm-hmm. Haven't been to hell either. I know that's fake. Do you? No. <laughs> I don't. Um Yeah, no, I wanna I wanna I definitely need a massage. My neck has been unhappy as of late. Um yeah. The massage therapist at Third Space is gone. Well, I'm not surprised about that. I guess she still hasn't gotten when do they have the when can you go to a massage therapist? I don't know, because the one here hasn't been able to do anything. So he hasn't been able to do anything. Why can't we just go to like a massage therapist and get a happy ending? Because happy endings are illegal. Oh. That's prostitution. Oh. Besides that part. That's pretty much it. That's all mm-hmm. that there is. So what if it's not under the guise of work? What if it's What if the happy ending is under the guise of work? Yeah, like what if we just meet someone we like under the massage therapy umbrella? Are you, are you handing them money? But we don't hand the money until we're in a regular, this is where we live scenario. So it sounds it's, so bad. It's not, it's not a when you hand the money. It's the handing of money. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a good idea. Mm-mm. So shady. Also, I, yeah. I That's strange. Yeah. So you can let a woman like massage all your parts, but she can't give you a happy ending. Do you know how massages work? They're not massaging Actually, all your parts. I don't. I've never had a massage. They don't, don't touch like all your parts. Touching me like that. What, do you tell them where to focus? So if I don't tell if if I don't tell a massage therapist anything, yeah, my genitalia and my private parts do not come into play. Oh, okay. And no sort of no their massage. It's just no sort of form of legal massage or massage that ends in the word therapy. Uh-huh. Is that a thing? Well, what if your groin is. What if you're having issues in the groinal area? Then you need to go figure that out on your own. There's no groinal massage. I should learn how to give you a massage. There are books. I was good at it. I don't know if I still am. I feel like, no, you still are. You gave me a massage once. That was really amazing. I did. But I feel like a massage with you would end in a happy ending. I don't see me not massaging all the parts and i see the parts you're coming. such a dude <laughs> it's true and i feel like you would like come to attention you know, you know you've seen the the t-shirts for women it's like the pregnant woman and it says all i wanted was a massage oh god that's terrible that's a that's a t-shirt that's sold everywhere everywhere yeah. it shouldn't be that's horrifying <laughs> but that's not me that's exactly you that's exactly what that sounds like no I'm i don't saying, think I, could, I don't think you, you don't think you can give me a massage right Without, without you getting erect. And then I, can, me, no, I, can, I can have a massage without being erect. Not for me, you can't. What are you massaging? I'm just saying. So this is what I go back to. 
If I give you a massage, you're going to become erect and we're going to end up doing the things. If you don't touch my things, I'm fine. Can I just tell you one more thing? Because I know we have to go soon. But I remember being in a relationship once where I asked the person, what are your fantasies? Like, what outside the realm of mm-hmm. vanilla are you into? And this person said, I don't have any. Like, I was really active, super young. And I did a lot of crazy wild stuff as a kid and as a young adult. There's literally nothing I haven't done that I'm still interested in doing. And I was like, well, I'm not really talking about, like, positions or whatever. Like, you know, everybody has that fantasy. I don't, you know, the cheerleader or Mm. the whatever. Just something. Halle Berry. I don't know. And this person said nothing. It's like that Jay-Z lyric. I didn't drove every car. I just want some nice cooked food and some nice clean drawers. There you go. So I don't know if that's possible. That a man could not have any fantasies. So I think. Whatsoever. So, I, so I think there's a um, conflating that's happening with that. I'm just going to say how much you there's a lot, quote Jay Z. You quote him a lot. Do I? Yeah, I'm mm. okay with it, but you do. Um, I think there's a conflating with that's happening in that question, at least for the person who was answering it. Um, a fantasy doesn't have to be a conquest. A fantasy doesn't have to be something that you checked off. Like, I've done this before. I'm good. Mm-hmm. A fantasy could be an everlasting thing. Right. So the idea of like, hey, I've done everything. I don't have any fantasies left. Those are two separate conversations. Right. You can have done all the things and still have a fantasy. Of course. That's what I meant. That's right. What... But I think that by thinking that conversation, the two get mushed together or got mushed together. Do you have any fantasies? No, no. I'm going to say in front of a microphone. I didn't ask you that. Um... Mm. I have to think about it. It's possible that you don't. Uh, it's possible that you just want some clean, some good food and some clean drawers. I think it's more possible that I haven't thought about it in a long time, that I haven't actually fantasized in a long time, more than the idea that I just don't have any. Um, everybody dreams. And everybody remembers their dreams. Right. Um, so I think it might just be that. Uh, That's your homework assignment. I think I'm... I think more accurately, I'm still in a space where like, hey, sex is happening on a regular basis. <laughs> I knew you were about to say that. Like, like I, I'm, I'm going to sit here for a second. Yes. I'm very awed by that because mm. there's certain parts that I genuinely love, mm-hmm. but that in my mind, I'm like, wow, he still is really here for I'm still, this. A, I'm still a kid in a candy store. I'm a kid in a candy store. <laughs> so it's been a year. So, um... I'm I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I, I have no problems with it. And all I'll say is there's still more years of that not being the case than having been the case. Of course. So there's that. Of course. I think you have some fantasies in there. You know, I'm sure telling me now, but I don't know. Cheerleading outfit, nurse. I can, you know, still hit a split or something. Yeah. A runner. That's what you want. <laughs> you want me to be a runner. I bought a pair of running shoes today. So what'd you get? You're not going to prove, so I'm not telling you. What are they? They're Adidas. I'm the one with... That's fine. Oh. I don't think you're going to approve of this Adidas running shoe. Is it actually a running shoe? See, that's where I have the problem. <laughs> if it's actually a running shoe, Adidas makes great running shoes. It's not. Really if you're running shoe. around some superstars, then... Oh, it's not superstars, but it's not a running shoe. I mean, it's supposed to be a running shoe, and it's got the silhouette of a running shoe, but you wouldn't approve of it as a running shoe. I'm think I'm hoping you'll approve it as a bike riding shoe, but I don't know if you'll approve. If of I see you running down the street in some Yeezys, I'm gonna trip you. 
Adidas. Oh, that's right. No, I can assure you, there'll be no Yeezys there. They're just like a. I mean, you can bike ride in anything. If you're talking about actually running, then we. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping to run in these. So hopefully you will give me. They were 60 bucks. I couldn't help. I'm, I'm probably not going to approve them. How? Uh, I had a coupon code for 50% off. They were 120. Oh, okay. What? The it, price of it tells you whether or not they're. So. There is a thing to running shoes. Okay. There's a certain level of technology and quality that has to go into it. And $60 ain't it. $60 is generally not it. Okay. Especially coming off of having a bad knee and all of the other stuff. Right. That's so fair. that's that's it's more of that. That's fair. If they were if cycling shoes, I don't care if you pay $20 for them mm-hmm. because you're not banging your knees away. Mm-hmm. Um running's a little different. Yeah. So, we'll see. Mm-hmm. They have three stripes. Yeah, I actually have to get some running shoes too because the ones that I bought that needed to be ugly, so I only use them for running. Yeah, yeah. Aren't really good running shoes at all. No. Yeah. But they were not expensive, so isn't it the same? So I got thing? them on sale too, mm-hmm. but they just weren't. They just not good shoes. Did you try running in them? Yeah. And where's the problem? Um, there's no cushioning. It just it, it's kind of bricks. <sighs> My ears have no air. <sighs> but again, if I'm gonna jump on a bike. Sure, I'll scrape them and tear them up as much as I want to. Because, like, I don't want you on the bike in the LeBrons or... Uh, no. Or your Ultra Highs. Or, uh, no. Which I wore for the first time yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was such a warm experience. You got some compliments. I got so much love from the sneaker world. You actually had a <laughs> you actually had a shady, spiteful compliment for the family, not for you. I did. I did. I don't know what the poor... <laughs> what I was you, sitting in front of Cuban Did you see Pete's? what shoes he was wearing? I did. And they were good. They were nice. Mm-hmm. They were nice. Um, I'm sitting in front of Cuban Pete's and this family goes by there waiting to get inside and it's the father takes a look at my sneakers, double takes, mm-hmm. and says to his wife, y'all could have just got me, because the Cuban Pete's thing is just a mess right. and it does not look like a fun Father's Day for anybody. Right. So he's a hot mess. So he's like, y'all could have just got me these for Father's Day. And everybody's like, looked down at my feet. And I was like, this the, is so the purple bad. ultra highs. So bad. And the wife is giving me dirty looks. Like like he said, you could have got me these titties for my birth for Father's <laughs> Day. And I'm sitting here with my titties out. I was like, it's a pair. What do you want me to do? Did I tell you did I tell you she came up to me later? No. I was so excited to have this kind of conversation because she came up to me later. She was like, Where do you get those from? I'll get them for him. And I was like, uh, StockX? I got to say StockX. Because mm-hmm. there's not in stock anywhere else. And I was like, I tried to get them um, on Nike, but they weren't, they were out. So I had to go to another place. And I was like, am I really that person Mm -hmm. telling somebody about freaking StockX? You've become annoying sneaker person. Like I've in a week become annoying photography person. Although, like I told you, I was looking in my Twitter DMs the other day looking for somebody's uh, email or something. Mm -hmm. And I had a conversation with, the founder, Josh Luber, I think is his name, of StockX. Mind you, you're the only person in the world that would forget that at this point. But Like, I couldn't believe. Well, why also, wouldn't I, though? But also, why wouldn't it, I do, but also why? It, doesn't, it doesn't matter if you spoke to him if that wasn't something you were into. I wasn't. Right. But he was pitching me mm-hmm. because I was going to SneakerCon and I was doing a bit. For me, it was like a little bit of part of my job like mm-hmm. oh leah this week go to sneaker con i wasn't a sneaker person but i thought it would be fun to go mm-hmm. so i was dming a lot of people in that space like which booths do i go to and how do i get in and blah 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 and this dude was one of the people that i talked to and he had just launched StockX, 
and was explaining to me how it works. He told me one of the, the booths to go to, which I did end up going to. Um, it's really weird. That's so strange that like 10 years later, I'm like buying stuff off StockX and it's worth $3.5 billion. Billion. Jeez. Bazillion. All right. I'm hungry. Yeah. What are we eating? Um, are we cooking? <laughs> You're so cute. At 8.13? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I have leftover Indian food for the seventh oh, day. Right. I'll, okay, I'll finish myself. That's fine. I can make you something. No, 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 no. It's fine. There's frozen. No. <laughs> There's frozen food. Um, I ordered groceries today. They're coming at ten o'clock. Yeah, I'll probably find something. I don't mind actually going to be in the kitchen and whipping something up. That's got to be worth something. I went food shopping today. You didn't go food shopping. I went food you shopping. Went, no, I've been with you all day. You went nowhere. Well, I made food appear at 10 p.m., sir. The means is fine. I'm proud. I'm happy with the means. <laughs> Thanks for the giant plosive at the end of the show. I gotta pee. I've been holding it in.